This is a Fubar Radio podcast. Go to fubarradio.com for more details. Ian Boldsworth on Fubar Radio. What's up? Remember that was up. Then, second up, we have Louise Alwyn in... See, you've written this one, right? That's correct. Louise Alwyn in studio. She will talk about her brand new show, Oh Yes, Oh No. There we go. Which is headlining Hotbed, a festival of sex. Am I... I'm not, I don't have to have sex with her, Ooh, right? who knows? Sorry, it's taking a bit longer than normal because that's just twatting a face off a computer. <laughs> I mean, this might even be an ambulance job. It's very exciting. On Radio. Welcome to the show, you okay? Uh, it's a bit sore, I'm a bit, little bit tender. Is it on your right? Yeah, I hit it on the yeah, corner of this screen. On turn, the your head, turn your head to the side? Fuck me. Mm. No, I think that'll make it better. <laughs> You've really smacked your face, eh? I did, I was leaning over to turn you up and... Turn me oh, on, Oh, what's mate? on my leg? To turn me on, that's what happens when you turn me up. Weird things on my leg. You've got oh. white stuff all over your jeans, haven't you? Yeah, I think it no, might no, that's be. That's what happens, mate, when you put your face that close. <laughs> <laughs> when you're leaning over to turn me up. You're right. Yeah, I'm a bit down. I need to go up a bit, please. You're a bit down? Yeah, if you could just. Oh, I see. You're. Yeah. you're uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I think meant sort of sadness. Oh, no. Is that all right? Oh, that's too much. Oh, okay. That's. That's quite, too much. It's quite fun because the listener at home doesn't know what we're doing. But You're I'm turning saying, me up to full, and it's screaming in my ear. Oh God! Clip that, Adam. Um, so welcome to the show. Uh, how's your week been? It's been lovely. In between, um, I had a, a rice cake, chocolate rice cake. Do you know what? Since the last show, I've just been in the pub. Were you? What were you? Yeah, I've just been in the pub for the entire time. You leathered? No. Okay. It's only been two hours, hasn't it? Oh. Um, no, I met my friend uh, Martin, who I'm doing some art work for. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went through some drawing. Uh, you don't wear glasses, do you? I do. Oh, do you? Well, I should do more. Right. I'm supposed to, but I, I have. I've never. I don't think I've ever seen you in glasses. You have, because when, when I came in once, I was. Like, <coughs> oh god. There was what? You were like, oh, glasses. Oh, look, you look really intelligent. By the way, that was rosemary crisps that I was burping oh, then. Lovely. Two pound. I was hoping for some tongue. Um, I'm not getting back. I'm not getting to that. You said you were going to get some. Uh, no, I went. I had a business meeting. Okay. Um, I, well, that's what I was going to ask you about. Is that I wear glasses? Mm-hmm. Uh, for reading and for when I did my art stuff I meant to wear them as well mm-hmm. I keep forgetting I wear glasses yeah exactly I do the same thing I should, I should I, mine is TV when I'm watching TV or cinema right not reading 
I don't know what that's called, but um, <laughs> what what's not reading called? Yeah, it's Thick. a short distance, long distance. Thing. I see. It's opposite. Um, yeah, I I only realised when I start my eyes start aching a bit. I go, mm. oh shit, yeah, I wear glasses. Is that common? Yes. To forget you wear glasses. Oh well, it is common for me, but I can't speak for everyone. Well, then that's not common, is it? it might be common. I no, ask other people. You can't say it is common for me, but not for everyone, because d- common means is that everyone? Is it a generally done thing? I don't think it is common then. What you're talking about is specific. Yeah, specific to me. Yeah. Uh, do you? What do you think? About you don't contacts? sound up for the show. I'll be honest I with you. You don't it. sound up for it. So you sound a bit mumbly something. and not really bothered. I was thinking about contact lenses actually. Were you? What about getting them or about? No. What do you think about them? What, uh, what do I think about contact lenses? Would you? Would you have them? I don't. I don't need to wear them all the time. Oh, so, okay. so no, I wouldn't. Oops. I quite like wearing glasses. I do as well. But I keep forgetting I wear them. That's I want the a problem. new pair. I think. Okay, well, this is a hotbed of chat that we've got going on here, haven't we? Yeah. Uh, speaking of hotbed, hotbed festival of sex, what's that all about? It's at Camden's People's Theatre from the 25th of April to the 14th of May. Oh, so it's a little thing, then. It's not a proper thing. It's it's a thing. It's a festival, a hotbed festival of sex. Well, it made it sound like it was going to be a big thing on the South Bank, but it's at Camden People's Theatre. It's, it's not the really... South Bank, is it? Camden. Um, no, and um, what's the uh, what was the thinking behind booking these guests? So Toby Eildon, director of Thrive, a yeah. show about post-traumatic growth. I think it's an interesting subject. Also, do you he, even know what it is? Uh, yeah, I got the press release about it. Of course, I don't just go like again. Just, you sound fed up. I don't know. <laughs> But you felt, sound like you're not interested in the guests either. No, I am. It's about mental health issues facing with young people, and I thought that sounded quite interesting. It's about mental health people. that a sentence? Issues facing with the young people. It's not quite a sentence. Not is really. It? No, I no, tried. No. no. Uh, but what I thought was interesting was that um, you went to the same drama school. What me and him? Yeah, Bretton I, Hall. I don't think together at the same time, but yeah. You I don't know him. I don't think he went to. But Bretton imagine if he comes in and he, and he does know me. And you don't know him. Yeah, because I can't remember anyone from drama school. Oh. I really can't. I forget names and things. I've said this before. It's mm. because Molly, who you know, my pal mm-hmm. who's, who's away, she rem- remembered for me. Right. And it was. It's one of the things that bothers me the most about. Well, not about her death because that's quite selfish. What bothers me about her death mainly is that she's not around anymore. But every now and again, I go, "Oh, what was that thing we did?" And then I think I ask. I ask Molly about it because that's what I did for so many years. And then I just remember that she's not around anymore. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's not the main thing. No. Um, and Louise Orwin, what was the thinking in that? that I think booking? It just I'm not criticising the bookings. I'm just asking the thinking you. Was I just mechanics thought, of the show? How does it work? Uh, I thought it sounded quite interesting. I do know that she hasn't quite f- finished writing her play yet. Jacob told me that, so it'll be interesting. Maybe we can help her with that. Maybe that's not supposed to be common knowledge. She did eat because Jacob she was. told you something. They didn't. They put it on an email to Jacob, and they didn't say don't say it, did they? Exactly. But you shouldn't really have to say don't say it. Should you? Some things you would think. Oh no, because she's be coming kept. in to talk about it. Um, we need. What I want to do with the first song? Mm. <coughs> Excuse me. Is you remember in last week's show we kind of ran out of time with it, but we played uh, Pound Shop Boys, yes. Fireman Sam. Yes. And it got a universally good. You mm-hmm. know, people said they liked it on they Twitter did. and things like that, but. One person. One dissenting voice in the office. Didn't like it. And not Jacob. No, but she didn't like it so much she felt the need to text me to tell Abby. me. So, yeah. Um, I said, yeah, Abby, can you come through, please, Abby? I don't know what I'm talking to. Actually, she's five. Can you come on through? Hey, come in here. Sit Abby. on the big seat. That's it. Here. Good girl. Now, come on. Sit yourself up on that seat Pop there. Pop up there. Pop up there. <laughs> I think it's because she's wearing dungarees. Yeah. I think it's yeah. because you're wearing dungarees. That's why I'm talking to you like a child. Dungarees in a fridge. And they suit you. They look good. But Thank you. That's all right. Um, now, my friend Phil made this record called Fireman Sam. He didn't write it. 
um, Pound Shop Boys, and it's on YouTube and all the rest of it. But and he's very proud of it. He's yeah. worked very hard on it. Mm-hmm. Done a video, all self-funded. They've done mm-hmm. it all themselves. It looks professional. The video and that, and you dismissed it in one text, mm. just straight away, didn't you? Yeah, it's not what, my cup of tea. What really. was your, well, what's the issue? What's the issue you have with it? Sounds like the Pet Shop Boys, kind well, of. Well, it's meant to. It's a Pet Shop Boys parody, isn't on, it? Yeah, on, on some sort of psychedelic drug gone wrong. So you don't like the Pet Shop Boys at all? Mm-mm. <gasps> well, have you met Barry Dodds? <laughs> yeah. I know. Um, I was saying to Nat that you I want to meet him. him just for this. What, so you can whine about Pet Shop Boys? Mm-hmm. We should ring him. Yeah, I, I don't should. know if he's available. Do you like Erasure? Could we just try him anyway? doesn't like erasure either oh do you not mm. oh that's good well what we'll do because he can't hear this now because it's pre-record <laughs> i'll try and get him on the phone I i'm not sure he'll be available but we'll try and uh we'll lure him in <laughs> by slagging off pet shop boys oh, yeah, but yeah. then maybe you, you can, can drop your bombshell i don't like the pet shop boys but erasure are worse yeah okay. give that, a, that yeah. so you just chat with yourselves i'll see if i can get what, so he line. he's not gonna enjoy that well, he hates the Pet Shop Boys. He loves Erasure. He's he got a tattoo. Hear, he uh, won't hear, a he bad won't hear word. anything yeah, about, about Erasure. About Erasure. No. <laughs> but there's a chance he's okay. not available. Okay. Okay. Let's just see if we can get him. I like how. I like how you have all this. What? She does it. She's posing. It's a weird it's thing. It's not isn't posing. It? It's just there for me to drink. Abby was mentioning that all your medicine was well, just out on the desk. It's an Evian, a water. It's hardly medicine. That is some Benelin. Not a Razzle. Not a It's a shame, really, because. Can we agree that? There, yeah, can we agree that Barry has ruined the show? Well, yeah, I know. <laughs> Already by that's, not being available. That's not great for us. Um, so. Okay. Well, what I'm going to do, I want you to give it another chance. So what yeah. I've got here is a extended mix. <laughs> how right? extended? Of Fireman Sam. So, well, lengthy. <laughs> see how see how you feel about it. But we're going to play it, um, and I'm going to keep your mic live, and you can give us feedback as it goes along, rather than just doing it. You know. Let's be honest, a shitty text to Nat, mm. just going, uh, I don't like it. I don't like it. It's like, well, then you come and do a show. Well, I feel like head of production should <laughs> well, get my come, feedback. You come and show. Did you ask for it? I didn't, know. I mean, I do always <laughs> appreciate feedback from people, but what, I do, what, it was, while, do, while you're doing the show? Not necessarily during the show. No, it's no, terrible. No, it's not terrible. Really unprofessional. Post-show, I'm not going to lie. I thought Nat was going to agree. Oh, so, so you were sucking up. No. Oh, I, I see what was happening now. I so you see. tried to second-guess Nat. And think she would, and you thought, oh, I'm going to get in with head of production, which, by the way, always makes me laugh. Um, but <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll agree to the title; it's funny. Uh, but uh, but it, it backfired on you. Now she thinks less of you. In fact, she was saying in the break that she's considering uh, demoting you. Oh, can she be? De- can you be demoted? What can you? What's mm. below you? What would be below you? Um, making teas all day, I suppose. Oh, so Jacob's yeah. job? Yeah, you can have Jacob's <laughs> job. Um, okay. Well, are you ready for it? <laughs> he, he J- yeah, Jacob was just laughing. Through He's the laughing because he came in with the polar opposite to you and immediately went, I think it's great, it's my favourite song. So he was anticipating me to like it, Jacob. You see. Okay, so neither were you were just indifferent, really. I don't, I don't. I need to hear it again. I think it's more of an earworm type thing. It really <laughs> is. Because mm. Phil's been sending it to me now for, well, five weeks now. Mm. So why is it taking you five weeks to play it? Because it wasn't released. Okay. It wasn't ready to be out, so he was, he's been sending me in progress. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. It's not ready to play. Pretty confrontational tonight, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> More of a demo he's been sending you. Yeah, that's not demo. They've been demos. Is that all right? Yeah. <laughs> not ready. Anyone else you want to challenge me on? Um, Go in with this okay. with fresh ears. Have a second listen and take it all in, I think. Okay. All right. You ready, Abby? Mm-hmm. Okay. And let us know as it goes along. What do you think? I'll bring them down a little bit. Okay. What do you think? A resting opening? Do you like it in the beginning? I feel bad now because he's your friend. Yeah, yeah, good friend as well. Great close friend. 
It's come to pandemonium. Not like that, bit. It just. Uh... No, go on. He's been, look, he can accept feedback. Mm. Yeah. He'll, he'll manage it. I'm sure many other people like it, but it's no, just not my thing. That's no, not, that's not your feedback, though, is it? What's wrong with it? For some it? reason, it just screams like, uh, like kids' TV intro. Oh, it's yeah, it's, it's a kids' Sam. TV yeah, theme tune. It's Spider Man Sam. It's a disco mix of a kids' mm. TV boom. Uh, see, that's how little I listened to it before. I didn't even know that. Do you know who Fireman Sam is? Have you heard of it? Uh, he's Welsh. Yeah, so I yep. know. Okay. So what? <laughs> so did you think they were on about a different Fireman Sam? No, I got that. <laughs> For some reason, it just didn't click. It was just like... Okay. I didn't hear like that it was the so, remix. So have you changed your mind now? Definitely. To what? To what? It's good. Out of ten marks. Oh... <laughs> I got it. How about that? Do you like that? It's a bit louder. Do you like it a bit louder? Very loud. About a... A four. Four out of ten. I might see if I can get a fella on the phone. Mm. And then once that, I'll be giving the feedback there. Oh, direct, that's me. Direct to the artist, I think. Oh. Right, Abby, fast. Feedback, let's go. Whole um, thing, you've heard the whole thing now? Yeah. The extended mix? Yeah. I did... I won't, we won't interrupt you. Mm. Let's hear your enemy review. <laughs> I do think it's a lot better now that I know it's a little bit like of a remix. Right. I thought it was kind of... I don't know what I thought it was. But I was saying when the mics were down that if it did come on in the car, yeah. I think it would just stress me out a bit. Okay. If I was driving, I'd want it. What would you listen to in the car normally? Um, anything else and anything but oh, that song well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, absolutely anything but that song oh so and Jedward came on no, in I the car I was actually going to go for James Blunt with Aqua came Aqua. on with Barbie Girl yeah. Aqua's strong it's oh, okay. no Barbie Girl mm. I'm a Barbie yeah, but Girl yeah everybody else enjoys it so you no know one everyone else is enjoying it You're Mr like, Blobby Crazy Frog that oh, came on I hate Mr. Crazy Blobby. Frog came on Magic Crazy yeah. Frog came on and Dance. it was just someone playing yeah, it over okay. and over again this, yeah. this, this which we should do one week so which is better this. So it's not absolutely anything else then, is no. it? No. Okay. Mm. Um, would, will you buy it though? Would I purchase it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. If it meant, how about this? If it meant that I gave you no more grief about it ever again on this show, mm. but you had to buy it and like show, you had to send me a picture of you holding it up with a picture of today's paper. <laughs> I don't know why they do that. You have to do that to prove that you bought it and a, a receipt. You got to hold it with a receipt. Yeah. And it meant that I would never mention it again. Or even necessarily even play it again. Mm. Oh, yeah, okay, the latter, if you won't play it. So you would buy it if yeah. I won't play it? Yeah. I mean, how much is it? It's not out yet. Okay. I don't know what it's, how much it's going to be. Probably okay. whatever it costs on iTunes or whatever. Okay. Quid I do something. want to inspire people to make their own music, though, so... Yeah. Well, you, you're you're giving that. very mixed messages here, though, because that's what, that's what he's done. But then you've just trampled over his dream. You've basically... Sp- like squashed his dreams yeah because I like his uh, determination <laughs> right and his progress yeah okay mm. have you made your own music oh no what have you made ever what have I made um, I made a clay pot once which I then smashed <laughs> why did you smash I was really it I jealous of everybody else so you smashed better. it yeah you had a tantrum mm. is that a thing for you 
No, this was about many moons ago. Okay. When mm. I was like in year eight. When was your last tantrum that you ever had? <laughs> a long time ago. Yeah, it's going to be a tantrum, not like a meltdown. Yeah, thing. no, I'm, a... I'm not Jacob, so <laughs> good point. I think Jacob smashes things in secret. I oh. suspect that Jacob possibly, when he goes to the toilet, he takes things down there to break. <laughs> yeah, and we never see That's him. why I think he's kind of, he has this perceived zen about him where he's like, yeah, I don't care about anything. He's always like, he has a bit of a positive thing about a forced positive thing, the whole namaste yeah. thing and all that sort of bollocks. It's weird, isn't but it? But I think when we don't see him, he's doing angry things. Mm. Oh, taking it out on. Plants. I would imagine. He, I would imagine his bare legs. Oh. Right. I mean, I wouldn't imagine his bare legs, but if I have to for this, mm. I think Jacob's bare legs are covered in drawings in Byra. Do you? <laughs> yeah. Of what? I think that when he when he goes down to the toilet and stuff. He just sits down with a biro and just draws, draws. Like, like my head and things like that. I all think severed he, and see, I don't think he does pictures that. of you naked, but like disemboweled and like. Oh, he's, r- he put really, his thumb up at that one. Yeah, right, really horrific oh, things Christ. like that. That's I just I, imagine he just had a list of names that no, he just I, adds to. Oh, I think he's definitely a list guy. I think he's drawn them all over his legs, and that's yeah. why he sometimes comes in and says, "Has anyone got a compass I can borrow?" Because he wants to tattoo them himself. He wants to do like homemade tattoos. The biros go missing here very quickly, so I think he maybe takes the ink and just... He's a horrible boy. He is a horrible boy. Like, if this is all boy. true, if that's true, if Jacob does go downstairs and when he's doing his business in the toilet... He describes it as going for a heavy all, one. Yeah, that sort of thing. And he does some, say that. some pipe or whatever they call it. He does it. lay some pipe. Yeah. I think while he's doing that, while he's... So picture his face. So while he's giving it, he's going... Like, really? Because I imagine his diet's not very good in terms of... Keeping his colon moving. Cottage cheese is what he eats. Oh. That's it, really. Well, that, that's that's prob- really it. That will probably that. give you a relatively oh. loose still. But I imagine that he... I think he only probably goes to the toilet twice a week for a proper toilet. I know he does it here because I'm just remembering that the cleaner told him off the other week for going for a <laughs> yeah a heavy one here. What, which is on the floor? <laughs> I don't know, but she was cleaning the toilet. And he got told off for going... He got for told doing off. A poo. Yeah, She'd already cleaned the toilet, so and she got really angry. It's a nice, fresh toilet. I mean, I never thought I'd find myself siding with Jacob on this, but you can't clean a toilet and say, right, nobody use that. She got annoyed, apparently, and didn't say something. What did she say? Like, I have to do it again then now. Yeah, she swore and everything. What what does he do in there? Well, that's the issue. She knows better than we do. She's obviously experienced it before. So he's doing his homemade tattoos all over his legs. Yeah. Yeah. Like various macabre images. That's what he was doing, wasn't it? Front and back. What? Do you remember? I said like I didn't think. I th- actually texted you about it and said I didn't think you could do a number two and a number yeah W. <laughs> what are you talking about? A, a poo wank. A poo wank or yeah. wank poo, whatever you want to call it. He had a wank when he was having a poo. That's what I think is a skill. I think it's a skill. <laughs> Just uh, wait, somebody tell me the actual story. What, he what happened? He said that, didn't he? Yeah. He said that he was yeah. Well, not he, not in this building. No, that was at the hostel when he did that. Did what? Had a masturbated whilst having a poo. He did say that, didn't he? Because yeah, I said I don't think did. I didn't think. What, what he exactly could do did that. he say? He said he got annoyed because he went for a nice. I mean, I don't like that he was annoyed when he was doing it no, as no, well. That's, you know, that got, adds something sinister no, there, there to it. He got annoyed because there were people there. Big queue. He got interrupted, but he didn't care about the big queue. He was queue. in he the toilet anyway. I said I wouldn't do this. He was in the toilet. I said I wouldn't do this. He said he wanted some alone time. I didn't want him ever on the show again. I know, I know, but you have to. He said he wanted to have a quiet. Touch himself Genu- whilst going for genuinely a Genuinely distressed about this. But it was people who Get on the mic, please. Thank you. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Hi. Um, <laughs> Jacob. Can, uh, can you tell me the story, please? 
Um, to, to what are these ladies referring? Uh, allegedly. No, well, is, it, is this true or not? Um, I can't say yes, but I'm not going to say no. So that's dead air. That keep talking. Oh, okay, <laughs> right. Yeah. So I I stay at a hostel, mm-hmm. and um, you know sometimes you see a lady. No, I don't know. That's not, that's weird. No. Um. Yeah. I wasn't. I was doing number two. As you, as we all do, you know, let's not lie about that. We all poop sometimes, um, and uh, yeah, just something started moving, and I looked down. It was my penis. Um, it was um, it, stiff. It started. Oh, I see. Right. Oh. <laughs> it, was, it was hard. Yeah. And I was like, I just can't let it go. It's a um, You can't let it go. No, there was a lot of people. That's slightly worrying. There was a lot it? of people outside as well. Um, what do you mean you can't let it go? So you had hold of it. Well, yeah, I mean, I saw it and I was like, I, I just have to, you know, But you were sat down, it. yeah? You were sat yeah, no, on the yeah. toilet. Okay, I'm just wondering how it just... Yeah. I have to release it. Release the snake. What, what made you, what made it move not, when you were sat on the toilet? Well, you, that's, well, I don't know. Do you get turned on by pooing? I mean, I was, uh, I mean, I was on my phone. So I'm not, I'm my, I can't remember. I was probably messaging someone that I've, I'm attracted to, I don't know. Who are you attracted to? People. Like other vampires? Other? Yeah, but yeah. Okay. With boobies, I don't know. That's why. Uh, <laughs> we, was it someone in the queue, or was it definitely no, someone? No, no, it was no, no, it was, was no. It, was it a communal bathroom or no? But well, uh-huh. it's it's a toilet, but you've got like door, like an actual, it's actually like a toilet room. Oh, you've got a door. That's, that's good, isn't it? It's nice. It's nice. It's not toilets now where you get a door got and a, a lock cubicle. on it as well, is it? It's not a cubicle. It's like a toilet. A, a toilet. It's yeah. a toilet. Yeah. You're in the disabled toilet. No, no, no it's like actually it was quite big. Probably. Yeah. So you were in the disabled toilet. Yeah. Having a poo and an erection, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, and, and you were unable to not masturbate. No, I just—that's the bit I'm concerned with—that you had an erection and had to masturbate. Well, because I knew I wasn't going to able to do it in bed because d- the room's quite busy. So, but no, again, again what, but why wasn't not wanking an option? I don't know. It was just rubbing against my skin, and I just had to. What? D- Where on your body is your penis, Jacob? Well, I was probably rubbing against the toilet. I don't know. That doesn't make sense, does it? I mean, I didn't think this story could get Brilliant. worse when he came in, but so he was rubbing his penis against the toilet whilst pooing, and he then it and had to masturbate. Had an erection. Bearing in mind, he told this to us about two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, one time. Too. So it was in the morning as well. It was in the daytime. Wow. No, it was night night time. You've got a bloodshot eye, by the way. I just noticed. Oh, yes. No other one. Left your left eye is bloodshot. Almost like something's. <laughs> You've shot something in it. Well, a lot of shots in this um, So, did you complete your quest? I did, yes. In the toilets. Mm-hmm. And then you took your grotty little body back to the communal area. Well, I mean, I had to wipe first. You had to wipe, wipe which? <laughs> <laughs> My bum. Mm-hmm. So, so, That's so it. desperate were you to interfere with yourself that you didn't even complete the job in hand before going on to the next job no I, I like to multitask there's no time I don't have time I'm, bu- I'm a busy guy so I just have to you know do it as it comes no pun intended no pun managed um <laughs> uh, well that's uh, yeah that's a, a beautiful story is it I think it's horrible hmm 
Again, it's, um, it's another one of those situations where I'm not sure that I'm even here, that I think I might be dreaming it. I just want, I've got some questions. When you go for a poo I've normally... I've got no questions to Does that. that turn you on? No. It, no Are you it, sure that's not what it, it is? It no. it does sound like... No. Yeah. No. Also, basically, if you look at the mechanics of, of no. going for a proper sit-down toilet, mm. the mechanics are, is that your... Uh, I don't know if you've ever looked, but your anus is where the poo is coming mm-hmm. from. No, I've never... And when that's happening, it's... Uh, it, the uh, waste is filling your anus, so it would be a similar sensation to if something was going the other way. I used to have hemorrhoids at the time, so um, maybe it was that. You used to have hemorrhoids at the time, <laughs> or just, just that, that no, afternoon. I, I had hemorrhoids oh, at the time. You on. Do hemorrhoids turn I you on? I don't know. Maybe it was that. I, don't, I don't know. I completely he forgot th- about the hemorrhoids. He, oh, because he told us about when he put he like he put his finger up his bum like four <laughs> times in a day, and he was coming towards us with his finger, wasn't he? And we were mm. disgusted by that. Um, I've got one more question for Abby. Do you like Feynman Sam better now? Yeah. Yep. Slow fade on that. Ruined it, mate. Felt like it was stopping, then it wasn't stopping, and then I got ready, and then I wasn't ready, and, mm. but now I'm about... And I think barely anyone's noticed. Um, right, so we're joined now by uh, Toby Eildon. Hello, Toby. Hi. How are you? I'm good, thank good. you. We're also joined by Claire Gaydon. Is that right, Gaydon? Gaydon. Sorry, my uh, bad. That's right, yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, you're Thrive, it's the show Thrive? That's right, yeah. Okay, what's it? Do we know each other already? Um, we don't, but I believe we both went to Bretton Hall. Yeah, that's so true. So it's like we kind of know each other. But you know what? I thought more when you came in, Claire, that yeah. I knew you. I thought oh, okay. we knew each other. Huh. But we clearly don't. Don't think so. No. Maybe she's got one of those faces. Yeah, a lot of people do don't say that to me. Like, oh, I know you. They're from not insulting somewhere. you, are they? <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, look, she's got one of those faces. <laughs> Great face for the radio. Yeah, radio. Yeah. I thought you both you both felt very familiar to me when you came in. It's because we're so warm and friendly. Oh, it'll yeah. be that. Yeah, yeah, totally. And you come to this icy atmosphere. Yes, yeah, it's, b- <laughs> it's a bit yeah. of a gear change yeah. to talk from yeah. that to this. <laughs> honestly, we get proper aggressive in the studio because because it's the second show we do today because it's a pre-record. And this show is the one where it goes more aggressive. <coughs> Although in the last show, we will talk. I promise we'll talk about thri- uh, we'll talk about thrive. But I'm going to ask you both a question, uh, which is a running question now. I've decided. How would you kill a cat? No, for God's sake! Right, if, if, you, if you if you had to kill the cat. Right, you have to kill it. It's an evil cat. Can you say right. that? It's What's not, the cat no, it's done not, wrong? It's not inherently evil. Well, it has to be a real... We don't have to kill a cat then, are you? Because it's carrying a mutant gene that will oh, kill right. other people. Okay, well, But it, the cat that. itself we'll isn't just... evil. Oh, God. Right? It doesn't, it's not going, oh, brilliant, I'm going to kill everyone. It doesn't know. Okay. It's, I'll, I'll tell you what it looks like. It's got, like, little wide eyes. It's, be- <laughs> it's beautiful, actually. It's a gorgeous cat. Mm. It's sort of tortoise shell. Good, mm. like, really sweet. Mm. Looks like a kitten, even though it's a no, fully grown cat. But it does look like a kitten. But it is carrying this mutant gene that will uh, kill people. It will just kill, kill people dead. So we're doing this because it has to die. We, we're euthanizing right. the cat. Um, you have no drugs available to you to put it down um, humanely. You've got to do it either with just your hands or any tools you can find about the place. So how would you kill the cat? I'm, I'm, because um, Claire's looks most shocked, I'm going to go to Claire first. Cool. Um, Aren't you a bit of an animal lover? Uh, I like him just as much as the next person. None of this. I don't by have the way, like posters on my wall or anything. None of this is cruel. We're not. Be, we're not doing it to be cruel. We're not getting kicks from it. We're not enjoying. Is somebody it. else's life at risk? To, yeah, yes. Um, ab- no, the human race's life's mm-hmm. at risk. Okay. okay. It's quite a big responsibility. I'll yeah. tell you what I said on last week's show. This is how I would do it. Um, is I would put it in a bag. 
I right. was just about to say that. Yeah, and then throw the bag against the wall. Oh my! <laughs> what you were going to say as well? Um, I was no. thinking just out the window if I was up a few stories. Maybe. That's yeah. That's oh, good. That's say yeah, similar. Really similar. Really similar. Yeah. The gore is away from yeah, 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 me, yeah, yeah, and definitely. I don't feel like it's like definitely. an accident. Oh, I should point out you will need to retrieve. You'll need to retrieve it afterwards because, again, just because it's dead doesn't mean that the the, the virus can't spread. So you would. Uh, can have I not to, just alert the authorities? Uh, no, there aren't any other. I didn't desert say about island. The desert island. Desert island. Take the desert island. Oh. We're on the desert island. There's only well, there was only three of us there last week. There's now five of us. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> so I've said, put it in a bag, throw it against the wall. That, that's my yeah. what I would do, and then just retrieve the bag, maybe chuck the bag in the sea or something, or dig a hole in the sand. Oh, well, it seems yeah. like you got it all thought through. Yeah, no, but I like to hear what other people would do. Um. I like to make them say it. <laughs> So Claire, I'll go to you again first. Um, so you're going to put it in a bag. You yeah, got, we got so that far. The first thing that came into my head, yeah. I can see the whole thing. Yeah. So the, yeah, yeah. the bag is like, um, I don't know how to describe it. It's like the one, case. No, but it's uh, like you find in farms. Okay, like a sack. Like a, it's a sack. sack. Like yeah. Hessian or something. So it's yeah, a Hessian yeah, okay. sack. Yeah, so it's a yeah. brown Hessian sack. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. good. So I get the cat in that and then I tie it up, obviously. And then, yeah. I don't know, I just saw myself getting a brick. And, uh, right. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I imagine you know I'll be able to find it quite easily, and just. So what I'm getting from you, Claire, yeah. is that you like to actually f- you, you like to feel the life slip away. So what what you want to do? <laughs> you want to actually feel the like I'm going to batter uh, it. Whereas I'm like I'm going to throw it, and then the yeah, damage I'm is done by that. something. Honestly, after I've heard your guys, I, I would much sea. rather do your guys' ones. Actually, I'd much rather throw out a window. But that is just the first. Is it because you feel like we're judging you now? Um, I, well, I should point out there's no window on this desert island, by the way. There's no oh. window, so oh. you, you can't. You, we can't there's get lots of ocean. You could drown it. Yes, yes. If mm. you want, if you wish to, if that's what you wish to do with the cat, don't forget beautiful little face, little kitten-like cat. But if we're all gonna die. Then doesn't know what's happening itself. It's scared. If anything, drowning's <laughs> so, probably gonna be the best. You're gonna be drowning. Okay, yeah. We probably yeah. weight it down as well. Then you won't have to see the aftermath, would you? Yeah. Although then we find out that the water supply has been tainted mm. and we all die anyway. Cool. Yeah. Stuck between a rock and a hard place, aren't we here? But anyway, thrive. <laughs> um, uh, Barry Dodds, who sometimes guests on the show, said he would uh, pelt it with coconuts. Ah, uh, okay. That's what he said. That was his. He wanted to make it into more of a game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's about thrive. So uh, what I've got is a show about post-traumatic growth. Yeah. I don't know what that is. So, um, the show's mainly for young people, so those kind of 14, 25, something like that. Yeah. And um, post-traumatic growth is an area of... It's such a weird thing to talk about after killing a cat. <laughs> yeah, it's fine, though. <laughs> um, it's an area of psychology that looks at how you can grow off the back of a traumatic situation rather than letting it squash you. Up. <laughs> a bit like the cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, yeah, yeah the yeah. cat's dead. Don't um, be the cat. <laughs> don't be the cat. Are there no occurrences of this in the cat kingdom? When, no. when a cat's been a cat's dead, it's dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's no cats in the show. That's a shame. Either, but maybe we could add that in. Yeah, always. <laughs> always looking for new. Not if you've got yourself in the mood for killing one. Uh, <laughs> again, I need to point out. I'm not encouraging people to do this. I don't want people to do this. I'm saying that if you find yourself in that extreme situation, what do you do? That's what I'm interested in. Um, but anyway, go on. Um, so there's 20 years of psychological research that goes into it that basically looks at how people can thrive off the back of a situation that's traumatic rather okay. than letting it hold you back and letting it squash you and stopping you be the person you so need to be. So it's growing as a person, not, yeah. not, not physically growing? No, not physically growing. Okay. Although, unless you turn to the gym or some sort of psychological Because what I actually thought at that moment was, I'm going to go and have some near misses in the car. <laughs> Let's just see if I have that growth spurt that's been promised to me for the last 30 no, years. No, there's no physical growth. It's more oh, okay. kind of mental, emotional yeah, growth. Yeah, yeah. 
That would be a cool show, though. Like the Hulk. About, yeah. <laughs> yeah, similar to the Hulk, Going through a traumatic experience and how that makes you grow, like, yeah. 10 inches, 20. Could do some of it with puppetry. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe do, that's the follow-up. Do shadows and stuff like that. Oh, we do do shadows. We but do. We, we got do shadows sh- coming. Do you? Yeah. I'll call you Bretton Hall. That's it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, do you know what? I was in I was in a James and the Giant Peach when I was at Bretton Hall, and we did that with shadow puppetry. We made the peach grow with shadow puppetry. I played Aunt Sponge. Do you know that? No. I played Aunt Sponge. Not. played a lady in that. I'm not even joking. Um... So, what? So, is it is it a multi, uh, not media, but multi? Is there all different sort of combination of the theatrics within it? Um, yeah. So, okay. we've got an interactive set that the audience um, come inside. So, there's nine huge ladders that interlock to make uh, loads of different performance spaces. Okay. So, the action happens behind them, in front of them, sometimes above them. Um, so, they don't sit; they stand and walk around, and they can control what they see and the angle of the show they they see it from. Okay. But it's the show set, so so the show's storyline follows no matter what. They don't interfere with the actual with with how it progresses. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're going to do I mean, oh, because it is scripted. Monosyllabic So basically, you were thinking about the cat again, weren't you? I, just, I saw you just gazing out the window. Uh, just um, just thinking, oh, could I eat it at the end? <laughs> So certain certain lines do change because yeah. I mean, for example, uh, one scene in the show is a house party, okay, and the audience are kind of like at the party. Right. So if they're really going for it and dancing and rocking out, then my line with one of the other ca- actors is, "This party is amazing! Like, yeah, it's sick! Wow, what a sweet party!" Yeah. And if there's like five people there and <laughs> they're like <laughs> okay. not a getting involved, slow day. then yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll be yeah. like, "Man, this party's whack." So, okay. like, we do change, but the, audi- the audience don't actually change, like, the narrative. So you're basically, without knowing that you're insulting the audience without them knowing, you're, you're, you're doing in-jokes to each other, really, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> you're essentially saying, this audience is shit. <laughs> is what you're saying. I like to think that we're sharing it. the joke of the awkwardness with the audience. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> That's the thing with shit audiences, they don't know the shit. So, so the things you've they go, oh, look, oh yeah, because it really got that atmosphere, didn't it? They, they will think that they're responding to you. They will think that they're being a shit audience because you're like, oh yeah, it's making yeah. a rich party. But what you're actually saying to your, to your pal in the show is, these are pricks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like these people, they're pricks. Yeah. Let's, let's cut scene four and five and just fucking get out of here. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. okay. Um, <laughs> Although we've never cut those scenes for those people that are booking tickets. Well, there, yeah, well, that, well, that, that, isn't that a compliment to the audience to say that? That's right. Is that you've never felt the need to just stop doing it. Do you know what? I once did a, I was in a double act um, called Peacock and Gamble and we once did a tour show at Harrow Arts Centre. Um, and the tour show had done really well. It was our second show. It had done really well. So the tour had been fine and the Edinburgh run had been like really, really good. And then we went on tour, and it was just one, just one anomaly show in the middle of all this. And it was like n- none of our fan base was there. It was all people from the local area who didn't know what it was going to be. And it was the sort of show that if you didn't get on board with it, you wouldn't like it. Mm. You know, it, it you'd hate it, in fact. Oh, wow. And we walked on, and the first two minutes were just silence. And we were like, okay, so this isn't... This, we're not going to win them back with anything <laughs> that we do. They're going to just start hating it more and more and more. And I just started chopping the show. 
Whoa. as we went along just to get out quick yeah 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 and I, I remember there's one bit where I had to have a, I had a little can of Pepsi Max a tiny little can of Pepsi Max <laughs> which was a long drawn out bit where I'd be like look, look at that little Pepsi Max like that just a, a joke about that and I remember picking that up and uh, Ed looking over at me and me just shaking my head and just throwing it underneath the, the, the props thing and he was like right we're not doing that then and it just and the show came in at 28 minutes wow <laughs> and, and how long was it supposed it came in at 20 it was uh, about 75 at that point oh wow and it came in, it came in at 20 28 minutes so you just cut 50% basically <laughs> yeah, more than like more than that with us um, we had a song at the end so we did we, we did the song so because we knew that was going to be the end of it but it, I remember I was laying on my back singing the song just on the floor shouting into the air <laughs> and then we got up and we, and we just looked at them bowed and walked off and that was the end of the show and they stayed sat there for ages because I think they just thought something was going to happen just fucked it all off completely they were just... probably looking at their watches like there's supposed to be another 40 minutes no they were probably looking at their watches going god this is dragging thank god <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so I have no issue with people cutting you not very professional but I did do it um, so what's your how do you know each other um, so we're both from Lincoln originally I mean Lincoln. that's not that doesn't necessarily follow does it <laughs> well it kind of does <laughs> okay. yeah, have you basically. seen the size of Lincoln yeah, like no, kind no, of everyone really kind well. of knows each other really yeah. so we both were in Lincoln Claire had been at drama school came back to Lincoln and auditioned for us on okay. a different show this is years ago where um, did you go to drama school what was your one uh, East 15 okay it's nice yeah yeah and then we found <laughs> <laughs> No, East 15's wicked. We had a weird unspoken standoff then. <laughs> it was just eye contact. Well, you East 15 just stared at me. Go, go on, what, what? I learned this nice. And then you just carried on staring at that. Like, okay, I didn't know if you were going to ask me something. Just pop ourselves back to Toby. <laughs> I don't even know what we're saying. Um, saying so that, I, yeah, I came that? back um, and auditioned, and then we did uh, a tour of a TIE show around Lincolnshire. Okay, well, um, Bretton Hall. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I did that with Toby's company for two years, and then I moved to London okay. and started doing my own work. And then um, I was making um, immersive work, and I'm a divisor and I make my own stuff. So. Toby, I presume, uh, got in touch with me for Thrive. Ask because him, is that? <laughs> well, you just Toby, tell the story and I'll um, see if I agree. Okay, so Toby got in touch with me because he was looking for a team of actors who were familiar with devising and who were going to create the show together with him and a bunch of cool people. So. Okay. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. So what? So, okay. So then, what I'm getting from this is there's there's more to this than uh, what, what's your is your company? It's your company, right? Yeah, that's right. What which is called um, Zest Theatre. Okay. And what? Um, so what's its manifesto? It seems like you do have it. You've got an idea about what you want to do with this stuff. So what? What is the idea with it? Um, so we want to make work for young people. So okay. um, young people are pretty underrepresented in terms of the types of theatre shows that tour the country uh-huh. to all manner of different venues and. Um, so and they are also the hardest age range to get through the doors so we try and be the answer to some of that by creating shows that are really for them and trying to help venues gather those audiences and get them through the doors how do you combat then within that um the, the, like you, well you'll know the most common slip up with that is that if someone's not necessarily too old for it but if someone's too detached from what the current I hate using the word, but zeitgeist. There's, you know, within that group of people that you're targeting, what? How do you combat the risks of that? Because it could be tremendously embarrassing. If so, if you know, if people come in at different angles and just miss it, yeah, it, it utterly undermines your work. So, how would you combat that? How would you? Do, do you know what I mean? What, yeah. What's your? I guess it comes down to research or actually understanding it or chatting with yeah, people. Yeah, so we make it with young people. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
So I'm well outside that age range. Yeah. Um, well outside. Well, oh How far outside are you? I'm 34. So Did you say 34 like a shit? I'm, like, I'm 27. <laughs> <laughs> but it is a bit crap for an 18-year-old or a 16-year-old to be like, oh, it's directed by a 34 That's what I mean. It's hard, isn't it? That's what, that's what I mean. So yeah, so, so we... we um, I guess we work a lot with young people, so we get what makes them tick. Okay. Um, but a big part of the process is us meeting young people and hearing their stories and seeing what makes them tick as well. And we, um, op- when we make a scene, we'll show it to young people and yep. we'll see what their response is. And okay. is, is this how you speak? And would you say a phrase like this? And if they tell us... I mean, the great thing about young people is they're really honest and they don't take... They, they, no, they just tell you if it's crap. Right, so okay. that's the process, really. And then with this show, there's three different characters that have three very different approaches. And so whether you've had that kind of experience of this sort of topic or not, then you can see yourself in one of those characters, really. Yeah. So, th- so then what? So then when, when you've... Because um, if, you, if your goal is we want to make theatre for younger people and that, what, so when you've got that and people come through the door all the time and that's just set up as a business, th- then what? What's the step then? Or do you, have you not thought that far ahead with it? Um, so I guess what we're discovering is there's not many companies like us on the road, right? And, yeah. and there's not many people that are, I guess. I'd like. I guess we're discovering how forward-thinking we are. Where do you? Where, well, so where, when you go on the road, where do you? Where do you perform out? What sort of places? Um, so it could be anywhere. With this type of show, this is a venue-based show, so it's a whole different range of art centres yeah. and theatres. Some of them more well-known and kind of mid-scale, or some of them in places that you've literally never heard of before. Okay. Um, so a real breadth of place that we go to okay um and i suppose what we're discovering is that the arts world is quite restricted and has got sometimes quite close thinking and sometimes our work's a bit self-serving and we do it for our own artistic ego Mm. and actually um if we're going to keep getting young people through the doors and we're going to keep getting them interested in shows and theater and art then we need to kind of start meeting them where they're at and making shows on their terms how'd you fund that um so um Arts Council are a big funder. Are you registered charity? Um, yeah, we yeah, are. Okay. So Arts Council and different trusts and foundations. Yeah. And we've also now got a network of venues that we talk to regularly who can see the benefit in having a company like, like us come in to support them in getting those young people to come and see the show. Okay. Um, and they know the, the shows are going to be good and that we do post-show chats that aren't cringy and actually open up the whole process. And so, yeah, we just... We just basically take away all that kind of arty pretentiousness that yeah, yeah, is really yeah. off-putting and just by being normal people that happen to do this job. Would you consider doing a show about... Um, a dead cat? Yeah. Like when you, <laughs> like, How do I know? A show, like, like a, a sort of an interactive... Because like, there seems to be a degree of audience interaction. Yeah. Like, like maybe, like, would you do a show where... It doesn't have to be a cat. Like, you can have, like... How about, like, the situation where there's a kangaroo and... And you've got to kill it, Joey. Like it's a little thing, yeah. <laughs> but but the but the mum kangaroo is still there. Well, and obviously you can't yeah. say, I know we've got to kill it because it's got this against mutant um, disease that will kill all of humankind. So you can't say you can't just explain that to a kangaroo. So what would you do in that scenario? It's like the mum's not going to just wander off. Well, you know where you've got it, baby. It's a baby, essentially. Yeah. So. Um, I thought it might be quite a good thing, you know, you can get uh, young people, they're the future, aren't they? So they, yeah. it, it's, to be honest with you, it's more likely to be them that are going to be affected by this. <laughs> like, it probably won't happen in my lifetime, that this, you know, this mutant gene that's going to kill all humankind. Mm. So it's something I think, I don't, I don't want any money for it or anything, but I'm just saying that it might be an, it might be an idea to flag that up and then we could do a follow-on interview where you're like, okay, this, we spoke to, you know, 
14 to 18 year olds in the, around the country and this is the general feedback Why don't we, we next time we make a show about how to kill a kangaroo come, like, as a, some sort of creative consultant okay. is that what you're angling for no it feels like it, too much work though. <laughs> <laughs> what, I, what I'd like in, 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 I see what I'd like in an ideal world is for you every now and again just to tweet me and go someone just said they'd put it in acid <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's what I yeah. like, and I feel like that would like perk my day up. I'd be like, okay, okay. yeah, that's, that's all right. So maybe next that's time we go and do idea. our Q and A's after each. Show, I was just about to we'll, say, we'll yeah, bring that up in the Q and A's. A little girl I said like... she would starve it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh a primary school Isn't child it? has said it would force feed it rice <laughs> and then make it drink a bottle of Evian. <laughs> I don't know all the different ways. He, I, I don't know. I've not overthought about the manner of how you would kill these animals, and, I, and nor do I want to even picture it. But but well, you are. No, I'm not picturing. But again, I should emphasize, not in a joyous way. I'm just sort of like, I just I worry about things like that, you know, about, <laughs> about viruses in animals, and they don't know, and, and especially if they're an adorable animal, it's very easy. Isn't it? It's a step on a you know some bug that's carrying something. It's like, oh yeah, fuck it, and step on it. But if it's an actual a pretty animal, how would you deal with that? <laughs> that's that's what the question is. yeah that's yeah. what I think I'm dealing with yeah. quite di- I don't, we're it's not deep. we're not that different we're not in, in terms of what we're it's doing we're, we're not that different yeah yeah we're not we're not that different big, in, big in how we look at the world you know we're, we're, we're both I'd say we both have very big ideas <laughs> about you know how do we sort out the world essentially well, we just use shadows yeah well there you yeah. go you're targeting through the medium of theatre, and it. you know you're targeting a certain age bracket and that, and sort of, <laughs> and I, I guess, uh, and symbiotic as well. You're shaping them as they're shaping you, you know, and your company and your work. And I'm thinking more like, how would I kill a cat? I'm, I'm thinking like, if I had to do it, what would be, you know, what are the emotions and psychology attached to that? How long have you been thinking about this? We've been doing it on the show for two weeks. But two weeks. I, I, okay. I saw it as being something that would run and run, but they keep, we keep having meetings where they're saying, you can't keep saying... Oh, oh really? You can't keep saying to guess how would you kill a oh. cat. <laughs> you could make it a feature, though. It could be a feature. No. Speak, oh, speak, speak, make a quiz no. out of it. This, I, I went to the phone and it's like, no, we're not having people ringing in saying how they would kill animals. It's like, no, I'm not telling people to kill animals. Mm. It's a fictional situation that... Heaven for Fend could be fact one day. Yeah, I don't want a dead cat turning up here in the post or something. That won't happen. Well, I want to be prepped, is what I'm saying. Okay. If this happens, I want people to know what's going on. I don't want them panicking and just picking the cat. Are going to a desert island anytime soon with a rabid cat? No. Rabid? No. no. It's, not, it's not rabid. rabid. What is it? It's, zomb- it's, it's not rabid. It's not rabid. Oh. It's a mutant gene. Okay. And how that's come into the animal, I've got no idea. One could suspect government involvement, but I don't know mm. that for a fact. But that would seem to be... It seems to have been done. It's not happened naturally in nature. Why is it on the island anyway? Why is there three of us and then it's on the island? Because muttery nat. Well, why we, is it there? Be, because <laughs> what happened was, mm-hmm. if you remember the story... And, and, and they don't want to show you. These aren't that. privy to that. But mm. what happened, what we said was, in the story was, we, that we survived and we managed to rescue a cat. Oh, yeah. To be honest with you, that's the worst thing that happened in the disaster. We should have mm. left the cat, but we done. didn't know We've... until we opened the black box, which said, this cat contains XYZ gene, which will ultimately destroy anything that comes into contact with yeah. it, and then we knew we had to kill the cat. <laughs> Where, where's it on at? <laughs> the cat, or no, the you, show? No, you play thing. <laughs> Um, all over the place so we're in Canterbury right, that's, that's no tonight. good for promotion okay. that, that's, that's rubbish promotion ok Clay you ready Canterbury so tell you what, tonight. it's going to be on every, all over the place this one mate 
Spread, spreads like a mutant virus. This, this one. You're in Canterbury tonight. Yeah. How? Yeah. Well, next week. Oh shit! Yeah. yeah. God, it's not the same day, is no. it? No. I shouldn't be doing that. That should be a guest fuck up. That <laughs> should be the host that goes what? We're prepped. Uh, okay, so this evening. Yeah, this evening we're in Canterbury at the Marno. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then the Marno Theatre is nice. Yeah. We're performing it now. You won't be no, because it's like the daytime two till four. So about three hours. Yeah. Time. So, you, so you made yourself Fair. look really stupid there, Claire. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, loads of places. Uh, Norwich, Ipswich. <laughs> I made that mistake. You said Ipswich earlier, and now I'm saying it. Harlow, not Norwich, not Ipswich. <laughs> I do blame Kate. I've got it in my head. The thing is, I've got, I've got your listings. Well, you could just read it. I could, do you? Yeah, probably I'm, best. I'm Barnum. enjoying watching you not know um, where you're going. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of places on that list. It's, it's four like, weeks, and it's a different venue every night. Lincoln, Shrewsbury, it, Warwick. If Bretton uh, Hall was still Didcot. going. Didcot. <laughs> if Bretton Hall was still the thing they'd be on the phone now going sorry can you just uh, take off the bit where you said you went to Bretton Hall because <laughs> we train people better than this did you get to, did you enjoy Bretton Hall um, yeah did you yeah when were you there um, I left in 2003 okay I left in 97 I think it was 96, 97 I hated it oh really yeah I didn't like it at all I thought it was dire and pretentious and up its own arse and cool I did honestly I hated I it I think oh, the okay. course has changed though after that well it was DA and TA so when yeah, I was there we so it was like dramatic art and was it yeah they put yeah. them back together yeah. but who was teaching you who was there then um, I can't <laughs> remember John I can't remember I'm trying to think now Pete Harrop no Tony Green yes was Tony there yeah he never taught me but he was there I believe Tony's died <laughs> maybe I do yeah somebody told me that that he died I, I presumed he would have done because he wasn't a particularly well man and he smoked a lot I'm sorry yeah. to break it that way too. there we go <laughs> He was my personal tutor, Tony Green. No, I didn't have Tony. Okay, so you didn't kill him. <laughs> no, with a Hessian bag. I liked him. Do you know what? He was the only, only bloke there that I liked. I really liked him because he used to just go from a. He was my personal tutor. He used to go to his office. He just chain smoke. Yeah. And then at the end, he'd just go. Just I don't know. Just say that waiting for God is about God. <laughs> um. So it's three years well spent. Tim Kedge. Yeah. He was a prick. Uh, <laughs> in my opinion yeah and you are we're not saying that he definitely Everything is a prick, is my opinion well but well, do you know what actually I'll go out on a limb on this one no because you've got <laughs> no one to back it up with so we're not saying that he's a prick uh, Paul Cowan no well maybe I don't know I, I didn't have one who else who did you um, Ben Frankham no don't know that one uh, I don't know it was a long time Richard I, Twynham do you know what really, Richard Twynham was here I reckon there'll be people um, who taught you that were in my year maybe yeah because I know a lot went back and taught there so I bet you some of your teachers were just my friends it's quite a niche conversation this isn't it I don't care Claire's <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just, ready. just talk about me just, just chilling deal with it Claire <laughs> I, don't, I don't know anything about these 15 <laughs> did you have Janet for dance uh, <laughs> Janet um, I, th- I feel like see I our did. conversation was going well wait what does she look well? like what Janet yeah um no, no, B- I didn't. Bizarrely, bizarrely <laughs> long legs. <laughs> she had bizarrely long legs. Uh, no, I didn't have Janet. No. I was thinking you, of you'd Tracy. Have no, you'd have remembered Janet because... I'd remember those legs. For a dance tutor, she had bizarrely long legs. Like, not even normal. Like, really sort Whoa. of like, Some really sort of post-traumatic short. growth. I don't know. Yeah, it could be, yeah. <laughs> could be that. It did happen after a cat died on that desert island. Um... <laughs> 
So, 27th of February, Marlowe Theatre. Yes. That's tonight. 28th February, Marina Theatre, low staffed. Second, oh, that's a trek, isn't it? Yeah, there's a really big check on the last week. Uh, well. 2nd of March, Farnham, uh, Maltings in Surrey. 3rd of March, Eastley. Oh, so have you got pen cards? You are. <laughs> Is, what day is that one? Third? Yeah. Okay, so if you go to the point in Eastleigh on the 3rd of March, you'd have to bring cards. <laughs> and gifts, ideally, in an ideal world. Yeah. Uh, then you go to Brighton on the 4th, Harlow on the 7th, uh, Norwich on the 9th. You've got a lot of these, right? Not in the right order, Not but you've got yeah. Yeah. Uh, 10th in Dorchester. My, do you know what? I reckon on the back of this interview, you could end up getting a gig in Ipswich. Lincoln Drill Hall, that's nice, the 16th of March. I like the Lincoln Drill Hall. I'm fat have you been there? I've, I've gigged there loads. I was actually, oh, I wasn't nice. looking at watch then like I was bored. I was actually seeing if it could get. I'm sure I'm there like next week. Um, I gigged in Lincoln quite a bit. I've gigged at the uni as well. Mm-hmm. Not sure enough. Today's not about me. <laughs> uh, then you go to Warwick on the 17th, the Bridge House there. So I don't even know where that is. It's attached to like a private school, um, but it's a really nice building. Is that one that you've got to do for your funding? Mm, come no, in, they come, just come paid, and do us, a, a they just paid us to come. How much did they pay you? Um, I can't. Ballpark figure. More than all the other venues put together. Ballpark figure. Oh, actually, do you know what? I'll just ask Claire. What did you get a week on that? <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is, it like, is it worth doing? Uh, yeah, it's equity. Equity? Equity minimum. minimum. Or, does it surpass equity minimum, though? Uh, I think it's equity minimum, no? I think so, yeah. The yeah. way he looked at you then was... It, it, do you know what? I'll kill you. <laughs> I, I, he actually gave you a look then, like, I, I, like blink once if you... Uh, <laughs> If you're working against your will, don't look at her. <laughs> if you're working against your will, because he looks at you then as if to say, "You two, you fucking say it's actually him." Yeah, help me. You save tell me. Him, you tell him it's a good deal. <laughs> uh, well, I wish you all the best with it. It sounds Thank nice, you. and I like you know. I also like when someone has a an overarching goal, and I, I, I like that as a thing. So it's hard work. No cats, it? though. Sorry. But we're not ruling out joeys and kangaroos. Again, again, it's just one of the. This is one of the reasons the arts are failing in this country is because you just won't. It's, not you, it's, because, live death. it's because you won't listen. You, you're too. <laughs> you're too set in. Oh, we're going to do, do it for children at this age group. And it's like, well, just think outside. That. No, no, I'm not doing anything else. That's the point. That's why they're ruining the ship. <laughs> but I'm still going to play "Sex on Fire" by Kings of Leon. <laughs> if that's all right with you. And um, thanks for coming in. No, I appreciate you. it. Um, and I wish you well with the tour and that. And uh, keep us updated and stuff. And don't forget, just tweet me. Just let me know. Yeah, we'll drop it in. If you get a chance to ask, I probably shouldn't ask him to just ask children quietly. No, I definitely we... don't think ask children how they kill a cat. No, because then the children will go home to their parents and then and say the bloke Ooh, of that mm. theatre company took me yeah, to one side. Yeah, that won't yeah. go well. Don't do that. <laughs> I definitely don't do took that. Took me to one side. He seems to be doing something on the internet while yeah. I was asking. Me. Suddenly, the play no longer is on. It's on tour. <laughs> do you know what? I'll do my own tour. I'll just find okay. out. I'll find myself. But if you want to hear, I'll tweet you. Yeah, and cool. I'll just let you know. Um, Cool. We can we can cross over that one. Thanks. <laughs> How about this, right? So mm. a grid mm-hmm. with a saucer of milk on it. Okay. A grid. There's a grid. You know, you get in the street. Just a grid. Yeah. Okay. Saucer of milk on it. Mm-hmm. Okay. What the cat doesn't know. The is that underneath the grid what I've done is you know a Bunsen burner yeah right it's it's like a Bunsen burner but it's uh, on a more industrial scale mm-hmm. so it fills the grid so maybe a, a foot square maybe a bit more okay. foot and a half square okay so that's how big the Bunsen burner is that's what's underneath the ground the cat can't see that so the cat goes oh look there's some milk over there right not knowing that me and you are under the ground mm-hmm. next to our big Bunsen burner okay okay once the cat starts um, 
drinking the milk. We let it drink the milk. I think it drinks all of all it. All the milk. Then what does the cat do? It's on fire. No, no, no. What? 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 It's, on? it's on top. The cat it's, is it's just licking drink, the milk. All the cat's doing is drinking the milk on top of the grid. just sit there, like wiping its face a little yep. bit. Let, let it do all the that. Milk. We're not. We're not cruel. It's, it's not moving. We let it do all that. Okay. Well, yeah. Then what would it do? Just, just go. Wouldn't it? Yeah, it would, wouldn't it? Yeah. Unless we've put superglue on the grid. <gasps> so because we've put superglue on the grid, the cat then realizes, "Hang on a second, I'm stuck on I this can't grid." Move. Okay. Yeah. That's when we light the Bunsen burner. Gee, that's no, that's so we like, that's we getting like, dark and horrible now. Sorry, what bit of putting it in a bag and throwing it against the wall? Well, there's dark never and been horrible. a nice right, bit okay, of cat I'm, thing, I'm just trying to think outside the box for destroying the the, oh. the mistake you're making is you're thinking of it as a cute animal. It's not. It's a potential monster and killer. Right. Remember that. Okay. Right. All the time. It's not. Isn't it a cute cat? We don't do this to a, an innocent cat. No. Okay. At any point. Which oh, is a normal pet. We don't do this. This has to be just a mutant potential killer cat. This could be a film. We're gonna kill it with a Bunsen burner. But now, yeah. what what issues might we might arise then? I mean, that it doesn't die. Yeah, but why why not? Why might it not die? Maybe milk isn't flammable. No, because we're not setting fire to the milk. Because oh, yeah. the Bunsen burner may melt its paws. <gasps> oh, for God's sake! Right, what so the Bunsen burner melts its paws. It's no longer glued down, is it not? And it could stump itself off. Christ. Right, off into the countryside, and it's it'd probably be angry then. Can't you set fur on fire? Yeah, we can set on fire. Well, it'll be on fire then. No, but it's been it? released. It can go and put itself oh, right. out. It can roll it's... about. Cats can roll now. They're very good at rolling. Are they? So that cat has stumped off. Mm. It's got no feet anymore. It's just Jesus. stumping this off down the road. So... And it's gone into the countryside and gone, right, and now I'm angry. Now I'm angry. I'm going to attack things. And it would attack people. Before you know it, the virus has spread and the whole human Yeah, and then we die. Killed. So why yes. not just let the cat be free? So what do we do to put negate that? Put it in that? a cage then. No, what we do is we, we, we let it drink the milk. We set it on fire. When it gets its stumps free, we put it in a bag, throw it against the wall. No, <laughs> that's all we do. So that that's basically now. I think a, a relatively airtight um, system. Um, uh, Jay Barker, thanks ever so much for your tweet. That's amazing. I well, love that. he has tweeted us, which was asked for a picture of me sucking my boob. Yeah, on last week's show, um, you had to be behind your desk sucking your own boob. I quite like. My I think it was Barry being... Dodds' idea. I think I, that's, how I re- that's how I remember uh, it. I don't like. I feel like I'd like more flattering boobs. And also, I am a stick figure, but just with two, two weirdly yeah. shaped pink boobs. Like sacks, aren't they? Yeah. Um, I've come out of it quite well. Yeah, you've come out of it really well, muscly. and got all muscles in mm, there. I think that might oily. that may well be the whole or It could be Sylvester Stallone. I'm not sure. Oh, okay. Whereas Stallone's I... maybe a bit smaller than that. Have very odd. I've got, I get, I've got no... I've got no but hands. You've got to remember no that, that. Well, you don't need hands. You've got your boob in your mouth. Uh, um you got to remember that your boob is up in your mouth, so that's why it's sort of like... I mean, if, if I came over there now, I'm not going to do this, by the way, but if you had no top on now, mm. if you were topless mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. if I came over it and just got hold of your nipple on that boob that's yeah. on there and just lifted it up, that's pretty much what it would look like. Uh, well, pretty much, yes, give or take. I just think that it it's really... It wouldn't hold its shape if it's being pulled up you. in the air. You look great. I don't know what I look like. You look quite sexy in that. Do I? Yeah, there's something quite sexy. Well, do I? It's not me, is it? I'm saying it like it's a photo. Do I? It doesn't look unlike you. It does look unlike me. I know that that's you. When I look at that picture, I think, oh, that's a drawing of Nat. I've got, I haven't got blonde eyebrows either. I don't want really to be picky here, but I don't have blonde eyebrows. So and that's, black eyes. So that's your issue, is it? Black nose. Red it does lips. say Fubar Radio behind you, so it's pretty much guaranteed to be you. Well, I don't know. Are you the only blonde girl here? 
uh, Abbey sort of blonde, isn't she? No, Abbey's got like that different, different colour, hasn't yeah. she? It's a silvery colour. Uh, um, no, I think that's clearly you sucking your own sit oh, behind the desk. It's a, good, it's a good attempt, thank you very much. From Jay there? Um, I think it's hilarious, Jay. Jay Barker, I think you, you, you're winning thus far. But yeah. we'll see what happens we'll when, see, when yeah. the podcast comes out, because there might be more, right? Eh? I think there'll be some more coming through. By the through. time you hear this, there might have been a huge influx of pictures yeah. of now sucking around boob. Okay. Um, from my account alone. <laughs> Can I tell you about my heroics last week? Please do. Uh, what happened was I went to home base. Wow. Yep. Proper mover and shaker me. So I went to home base to get some wood mm-hmm. for burning for the fire. Mm-hmm. So logs and logs. things like that. So I get that. I was on the phone to Barry because as I said to you last week I'm for some reason obliged to take phone calls from him all day long no I don't call him oh you don't okay so I call him now and again if there's something to talk about do you not do you like calling people because I hate it I will call people if there's if if there's a discussion to be had if there's there's a reason to call them do you not think most things can now be done over text there's no need to call anymore yeah but what sort of life is that that's better it's not it's completely um, ruining people's social skills do you think I'd rather see somebody and have a discussion then and sort the rest of it out by text yeah but I think there aren't enough phone calls in the world do you reckon I get annoyed when my phone there's too much reliance on whatsapp and there's too much reliance on text and that sort of thing and twitter and that sort of thing I think there's a personal thing to talking to someone that is getting lost. Oh, see, I get annoyed when my phone rings, or I assume right. it's an emergency. I see no other Again, reason for someone uh, to be calling. And I see no reason why you would assume it was an emergency. What if it's somebody as my phone? Like, why can't this just be done? Especially if I'm seeing them, they want to call to arrange where to meet and just text me. A call's quicker than a text. Yeah, but it's just, it's not for me. Right. Anyway, I yeah. You, I think you're just showing off. What? Showing off? Um, so, uh, I was on the phone to Barry, and then yeah. I was going back to my car with a trolley with all the wood in it. I was twatting down with rain, mm. right? Really hammering down with rain. But I knew I was going to be in the car in a second. And I looked at the car that was like two across from me. So it was a pretty empty car park. There was my car, there was another car, a bigger, kind of bigger car than mine. Um, and my car isn't tiny, mm-hmm. but it's not as big as it looks like it is. So it's a Duke, it's a Nissan yes, Duke. Duke. I'm getting rid of it. Okay, why? It's. Um, I'm, I'm giving it back, to is what I'm going to do, to, to the garage. It's oh. Westway Nissan in Mill Hill. And basically, they've been bombarding me with messages for the last six months saying, are oh, your contract's coming to an end? Are you going to buy the car or are you going to buy a new one? And I was like, well, that's not, they're not actually the only two options. The other option mm. is I could just give it back and that's the end of it. Um, <clears throat> so I decided I'm just going to give it back because they've been like really poor. I've had really poor customer service from them, and I've had really poor. I've had a lot of issues with that car that have never been fixed. Mm. Okay, so Nissan themselves didn't sort it out. They just saying, kept saying, "Go back to the garage. Go back to the garage." So I've been back to the garage. No exaggeration, maybe thirty times, and they can't fix this stop-start thing. The stop-start lights flashing all the okay. time, and they can't fix it. And I eventually just went, "I'm not going back to the garage again. I'm not doing that again." You need to sort something else out. They didn't sort something else out, so I just didn't bother talking to them anymore. I was going to give it back. Um, but the garage had been particularly poor, and I had some quite aggressive phone calls, th- them being aggressive to me, mm. when I was ringing up saying, well, I need this sorting out. This is really out of order. And I said, I'm just going to stop paying it. And a bloke was going, well, then you'll ruin your own credit. Like, that's not our problem if you stop paying. I said, well, I shouldn't be paying for something that it's I'm not getting. Faulty. Yeah, that's faulty. Yeah. You should be sorting this out. But anyway, on it went. Had real difficulty contacting the manager, all this boring stuff. This is like a year ago now. But then in the last six months, they've been bombarding me with calls, saying, obviously trying to sell me another car. Clear, I'm coming to the end of the contract. Yeah. They want to sell me another car. And I'm like, oh, you'll fucking call me when you want, you want me to buy something. But I wasn't taking the calls no. when, they, when it came on my phone. I didn't take them. And then I got a text 
from them, which said, uh, "Dear Mr. Holdsworth, <laughs> we need to speak to you urgently okay. about about your Nissan registration, all that sort of thing." And I just called them up and I said, "Well, I don't really feel particularly valued as a customer, given that you can't even get my name right on a text." Mm. And he said, well, what are you going to do with the car? I said, I'm just going to give it back. I said, you've been appalling. Customers have been dreadful. Your aftercare was was dreadful. I had a Nissan before from them when it was a different company. They were mm. called, Westwood, uh, they were called uh, uh, WLMG. And they were actually all right then. They were much better. And it was taken over by Westway. And I, I said, you, you know, you were rude to me on the phone. You didn't sort out my issues, blah, 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 blah. Um, even though I was clearly getting wound up with it, I was clearly getting upset about it. You didn't sort it out. And now you're trying to sell me a car. And now you're bothering me all the time. Now I can't get you off the phone now when I couldn't get you on the phone before this. Um, so I'm just going to give it back. And do you know what you said? No. Okay. Oh, right. It's not really like <laughs> trying to get honestly, you to stay he in honest, any He way. honestly said, okay. All right, then. I think he like, maybe he's heard this before. <laughs> yeah. not challenging anymore. But I it? couldn't believe it. No. Because I've made my mind up. But I couldn't believe that it, it went, oh, I'm really sorry to hear that. Yeah, you know, I, 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 obviously, you know, that, uh, I don't think I've spoken to you before, but mm. um, I'm, that, that's not acceptable. That you know, That's what you would do, even if the sale's gone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You would still go, mm, you know, I'm sorry to hear that, you know, let's make this as painless as possible. Yeah. Like, okay. Well, it's quite painless for you now, isn't it? Yeah, Just yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The keys and, back and, that's it. And, and a mate of mine who also bought one there is now, she's not getting another one there because of what's happened with me. Oh, really? She okay. told them today. So. So that's two car two sales car I've lost. Sales. Now, I'm, I don't think they're going to go bankrupt because of no. it, but... It's a hit. Can't, can't treat people like that. No, definitely not. Anyway, we're in home-based car park. Yep. So I'm walking out to the car, throwing down my rain, and I notice that the car that's two away from me, so there's three cars in the car park. So I'm looking at my car. To my right, there's a car park space not used. In the next space, there's a big car. It was a CV8, I think it's called, a CVR, something like that. I, I didn't know what it was. It was a bigger 4x4 car. And then back behind that, like maybe 10 foot behind that, was a little shitty like red Fiesta. Mm-hmm. Okay? As I'm walking back to the car, I, th- I thought I saw the big car next to mine move. Oh. But there's no one in it. And Barry went, what? And I went, I, saw, I thought that car was rolling back then. And then I, I looked again and I went, it is. It is rolling back. All right, I've got to go. So I went off the phone and it, the handbrake wasn't on. And it was, it was quite a steep incline. It was oh, rolling God. back quite slowly so I went I left my trolley at the back of my car all my wood's drenched by the end of the story oh, by the way use it. and I, so I get behind this car to stop it from moving I'm holding what, it you're pushing a car no, I'm not pushing it I'm just stopping it from moving it's a big car yeah it's, it's you're a strong big, I know I'm very strong now. Muscles. it's not that difficult but I'm holding it but it's fair weight yeah, but it's what's not what's Barry doing it's not ridiculous I've got off the phone oh, I've right. got off the phone to Barry and then I'm like what do I do to I'm stuck here. Mm. No, there's not. There's nothing I can do. Can't move. There was nobody in that car park at all, other than these three cars. Mm. Uh, you've got pets at home to my right. How I'm looking now when I'm holding this car and the home base in front of me. That's it. Twatting down with rain. And I'm like, I'm stuck. I'm trapped. Oh, I'm holding, and, and I can't let go of this car because it'll go back into that other car. Then this girl. <clears throat> this angel walking the earth came around the corner she just parked up to go to where she was going and I shouted her over and said can you go into Pets at Home and go into Home Base and tell them to do an announcement because he's clearly someone in, in one of those shops mm. and tell them the handbrake's off I'm holding their car back then two people came out of Pets at Home she went to Pets at Home first yeah. and all the staff are just looking out the window oh my at God. me just stood in the rain and I was going will you do a fucking announcement I'll take some photos as well for sure maybe, maybe yep. but I'll be livid then two people came out who went then went and sat in the red Ford, right behind the one that this car would have hit. It didn't move and, it. and written off. Went and sat in it, 
smoking fags are just staring at me. <laughs> right? And I'm like, what? At this point, I thought, this might be a hidden camera show. Yeah, like, it I actually, actually like thought it. that. I thought, yeah, maybe, sounds... you know, this is ridiculous. I'm looking back at them and I thought, oh, maybe they don't know it's moving. Yeah, they probably, they probably... Maybe just think I'm leaning on the car. So I let it go for a bit. And then, and then they... stopped it. So it's quite clear what I was doing. Right. Nothing. Just sat smoking the fags. Um, the girl came out of Hetz home and said, it's no one in there. So she went to home base. Then eventually this lady ran out. She went, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Put the handbrake on. And I went, you've got to be careful with that. Because that, that would have written this car off oh. and the car behind it. Um, and I was a bit pissed off I didn't get a reward. Yeah, she didn't offer anything. Because clearly minted. Didn't even offer some wood or some pet food or something. Did she offer me some wood or pet food? Well, I don't know, something from the shop. No, no, like, I'll no. get you some pedigree chum. What, do you want me to go in there and buy you some pedigree chum? No, no, I'd rather a cash reward. But either way, I didn't get anything. Um, and she clearly wasn't short of cash. But that's by the by. Uh, she probably panicked and didn't think about it. But I went to that red Ford immediately. I went, cheers for your fucking hour, by the way. Just sat there, smoky fags. And they went, what were we supposed to do? I said, well, you could have moved your fucking car for a kickoff. That would have been one car out of the equation. Uh, that's, but that's... you sat there smoking fags. Yeah, I could have just let this car go. It could have come and killed you, I, I but really, I didn't. Yeah, yeah but I could No, it wouldn't have killed them because they weren't in oh, the car they... when it started. It just would have written their car Yeah, off. but then they came back and sat in the car smoking fags. That's what I should have done. Yeah. Just I should have like... just let it go. Did they say thank you? No. Oh. Uh... No. Oh, they were, and they were proper scum. Were they? Yeah, you could see that they were scum. Oh, I don't know. I'm not judgmental. I'm not judgmental, generally speaking, in that way. But I decided to judge them. Well, you've interrupted me. Sometimes you can't interrupt fate, can you? Do you think I've interrupted fate? It's like Final Destination. It's going to come back on you now. Why? It wasn't going to kill me. No, I know. But if you, enjoy, I can't remember that film. But I'm sure if you stop it. All right. So just I'm going to pause you there. So you can't remember no, the film or I mean, the I concept, the, but you've decided it's I going to kill me. Remember the premise. It's like if you interrupt the Grim it Reaper, the, you can't cheat death. No, it, it comes well, onto your door. No, the premise wasn't that if you stop death in somebody else's death, that you will be killed. I think I think it means they get killed another yeah, way. Doesn't they it? get killed? So you're all right then. That's fine. And increasingly, yeah, that's how the, this conversation started. Um, so we're going to have another music. Bit of mu- another music. The music. Another music, that on. and then... And then we'll have a Louise or yeah, Orwin in the studio. In uh, the talking studio. about, oh yes, oh no. I'm going to have some soup. Oh, keeps up to date. Heavens, Ben Fells, all right. Ben Fells 5 there, uh, with, I can't remember that song's called, One Angry Dwarf and 200 Solemn Faces. Catchy. Well, it's sold more than your record. Haven't put one out yet, wait till I do. What record are you going to sell? I don't know, I haven't really recorded it yet. What do you think will happen in your record? God, I don't know. Something about me sucking a boob. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> that was left field. Ah. Um, so can we can we stop messing with the screens? What? When I am looking at the screens. Go for it. Right. We're joined in the studio now by Louise Orwin. Is that right, Orwin? Yes. Correct. Okay. And you're doing a show called Oh Yes Oh No. Yep, that's right. Headlining the Hotbed, a festival of sex, at the Cameron's People Theatre. Yes. All right so far. All correct. Twenty-fifth <laughs> uh, of April to fourteenth of May. Is that just your show? Is that the whole thing? That's the whole thing. But you're doing the whole thing with your show. Yeah, I'm doing yeah full three weeks. So. Okay, let's let's get um, to the bottom of this. Uh, <laughs> first off, what's the show? What is the show? The show is about female sexuality and okay. desire. Um, it started from me uh, going on a bit of a like sexual adventure over the last year, trying to sort in your real life. In my real life, I'm listening. <laughs> keep, talk, keep talking. Um, basically, I had this sort of. Uh, I was on the tube one day and I was thinking about sex, as I often do. And I had this thing, and I was like, "Oh my god, does everyone think about sex all the time?" Right. And in the ways that I think about it, which is generally like full of like shame and guilt and anxiety, also like the other really exciting. 
and okay. stuff. But yeah, just like basically like constantly wondering about it, wondering whether I'm doing it right, whether my politics are aligned with my sexual practices, yeah, yeah, all those yeah. sorts of things. Um, so yeah, so that was the starting point. And then after that, I uh, started uh, undertaking lots of different sexual activities. So um, I went to sex clubs, I went to erotic writing workshops. Okay. Um, I spoke to loads and loads of women all over the country about their sex lives. And yeah, basically the show um, is that sort of forms the basis of the show, which I'm writing now, I have to say. So it hasn't com- completely been finished. Okay. But basically, it starts with this question, what do women want? Right. But this time, it tries to let women do the answering. Okay. I say this time because I think like so much has been written about female desire and sexuality over the years, but it's generally like written by men or in studies yeah, yeah, written yeah. by men. So, yeah. Oh, the, oh, there's probably male influence in that, certainly. Yeah. And I think if, if it's going to be something that is dealing with specifically that, then you do need to get the male aspect out of the equation. Well, this is actually one of my questions, I guess, and this is one of the things that I kept thinking about. I was like, how much of my own sexuality is actually mine and not, and not like, um, influenced by this yeah, sort of yeah. dominant, like, heteronormative patriarchal society? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Well, I think, I tell you what my theory is, and I am male, so this is a male perspective, obviously. Not, it might not be a male perspective. This is my perspective, regardless of what I am. But I think I found it interesting when you said then about politics and if if your politics aligns mm. with your sexual activity, and I strongly feel um, they are separate things. I, I, I strongly feel that they your uh, feminist stance or your whatever your stances on how women should be treated or how men should be treated or how men should treat women and all, all that sort of, should be out of the window yeah. in the bedroom for, for what you get so, off of, for what your thing is. You yeah. know, it's not. It doesn't mean you're turning your back on the sisterhood so in this any is way. the thing right like i absolutely 100 percent agree with you on that point but yeah. what i've realized is that actually for some people it's really really simple and for other people it's not yeah, yeah, yeah. and for the people it's not they're generally people who maybe have been abused or yeah, like yeah. rape survivors like things like that and for those people actually it's really hard to separate the sort of personal side from the political side okay. so i'll give you an example of that um say like I'm talking to someone who is uh, really into like being dominated by men Mm -hmm. in the bedroom but they come from a a sort of childhood maybe of being abused by men Mm -hmm. and now here they are and they can say right I'm having this personal experience which is entirely consensual in my bedroom and not affecting the outside world or vice versa but if I admit to people that this is the kind of thing that I like then maybe they're going to think that I was like a participant in my own abuse or my own rape I, I hear you. I, I, I'm at the stage now where my response to that, which isn't isn't helpful response, <laughs> is fuck them. Yeah, no, like, I know. Like, 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 oh, do you no, know what I mean? It, 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 yeah. That's where I'm at. But, but I get what you're saying. But, yeah. That's not very empathetic of me. But my take on that is like fuck them. But the they, other they, thing, they think what they want. but the only other thing that I've also been thinking about a little bit re- recently is um, what people call the trickle down effect. Okay. So, say we go back to that example that I just used. Okay, so you. Um, you're practicing your own sexuality in a safe consensual space but at the same time you're also like downloading loads of like hardcore porn on the internet Mm. that is actually uh supporting a system which uh shows like a default position of sexuality as men as aggressors and women as passive victims that is like that is if you go and you type in porn onto the internet on google that is what you get that is the view of sexuality exactly yeah and this is the problem right is that actually if you're supporting that system and like 
some 11-year-old boy watches porn for the first time and this is what he's coming across time and time again. Mm. What's it teaching about sexuality? Yeah. And that's not... Any, and I don't actually think the problem here is necessarily the porn industry. I think probably the answer to all of this is education in okay. schools and showing people that, okay, the porn industry is absolutely ridiculous and, yeah, you can enjoy it, <coughs> but you also have to see the other side of things. You did, Well, de definitely, but it's... Uh, my... My take on it all has always been a bit uh, slightly skewered from that because I've always thought when people say about the influence of pornography and the influence of it, and, and I've read lots about it and things saying it, even just physiological things where it will affect you know how quick it takes you to come or how you, do you know what I mean like mm -hmm. all those things apparently are affected by regularly consuming porn. Yeah. Um. But, and I've always come down to no, it's not. Like, like, do you know what I mean? Like, the, I'm not. Uh, by the way, I'm not big on. Porn but you're not TV. a teenage boy. No, I know that, but I was. Mm. Did you? I know, but no, I but don't. I, was. I would argue. I would argue that you probably didn't have as much access to as much hardcore stuff growing up as the young boys do today. I don't know. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Did you used to? Can't tell you much about it, but I, <laughs> <laughs> when you were younger, <laughs> I, I had. Did I, I used to what? Have a look at porn and enjoy porn when you I were owned younger. porn as you well. owned yeah, porn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My teenage years. Yeah, yeah. This, and I don't mean mags. I mean I had the videos. videos yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, look, I. This is a serious problem, though. Like, yeah. I, I used no, to work I, I, a lot with teenagers. Yeah. I'm not saying it doesn't do that. Mm. I'm, what I'm saying is, uh, but what I was actually getting to saying was, is that. Mm it might have done and I've not noticed so that's when you when mm. something's a very subtle mm. um, alteration of your you, you don't even realise it's happened because it's happened yeah. so gradually over time yeah so I, I, don't, I can't remember yeah. you know, if I act but differently But that's also now. what I mean about trying to sort of work out about my own sexual practices as well. Like whether like, would I be into the things I was into if I hadn't been like absolutely bombarded with all these images which show like one really specific type of male sexuality yeah. that comes at us from like porn and magazines and in the mm. cinema as well. Yeah. And I just think like, actually, if I didn't have access to all of that from such young age and constantly yeah. would I be into the things that I'm into I don't know it's just this thing it's like this sort of how, constant how, how nagging thing can I ask you how old you're 30 you're 30 okay so so generationally you're kind of on the cusp with the internet age so yeah. you're you, you know you're not you're not steeped in internet but it's always pretty much been there in, in yeah. your life yeah um, but, but I do remember the old dial up oh do you oh, okay okay yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's that's the other issue, isn't it? Like as you say, generationally, and when you said about you're not a 15 year old boy now, because I'm I'm not, and I wasn't because I was a 15 year old boy then. Mm. It's a hard thing to gauge, but I think we could become consumed, not just on sexuality. I mean, just all round, we could become consumed on. Look at that, how it was, and look at what that did, and look at what that did. It's like just fuck that. Mm. Can we just concentrate on now, mm. making sure that. Uh, either the pornography or the arts or the films that we make now that na they now subscribe to it can we stop getting head up about the fact there was only one girl in Star Wars it's like it exists tough that's the way it mm. is they're now trying to make amends for that as it continues but you can't I, I not can't can't the very definite word isn't it but I, I feel like it should be generationally the next generation now because right now all our stuff we, we're abiding by those rules from now onwards now onwards and I think sometimes people are guilty of being very consumed by the damages of the past yeah. at the expense of even looking at what's happening at the present maybe I don't know I feel like um, I think this like generation coming up right now are like incredibly strong and more politically engaged than people have ever been and I yeah. don't think I think they're totally forward-looking mm. and I think it's amazing to see 
But if you took a a cross section of Twitter <laughs> at the moment, which I'm aware isn't a cross section of society, yeah, you'll see a lot of people. Well, for, in my opinion, for me, getting angry about all the wrong things when there's a bigger, you know, there's a there's a much bigger fight to be had here, and there's a much more. Uh, there's a bigger mood to to actually employ when they're just getting angry about terminologies and all that. So you know, and getting stupidly angry about it, like, yeah. oh, but that's not what I am. It's like, okay, fine. What are you? Tell me now what you are. Okay, fine. That's fine. Okay, I'm sorry that I said she. Or you know, yeah, that, yeah. and that is a constant. And generation, that's very difficult for me because I'm like, but that's not. Because you're I, not a snowflake. No, but I know. But, I, but I've, I've always called girls girls. Yeah. <laughs> What's, Wait. Is that what? No, but and most girls are happy to be called girls, as far yeah. as I can see. Oh right, I see. What but you're then saying, you get yeah. other people go, well, I don't identify with the gender. It's like, okay, well, I'm the fu- well then. <laughs> but you know what I meant? Mm. Like, do you know what I mean? And it's like you're fighting the wrong mm. fight. I think I, I do. I do totally understand where you're coming from. Cause it's something that I've been trying to deal with in the show. Actually, is like actually what I want with this show to do is to say okay this is really complex and I hate the fact that it's complex but actually I want to be I want to sort of like empower women to be able to just ask for what they want regardless like mm. just like throw all of that stuff out the window and just be like actually this is what I want and I should be able to ask for it okay mm. but I think the show's kind of asking like why is it so difficult for women to ask for what they want and it is I mean I've been talking to like hundreds of women for the past year and yeah and there's the odd one you know who's like really like like totally liberated about what she wants and stuff but most of them deal with all these other things which are going on and I do I wonder I do wonder whether it's as complex for men really Mm. do do men have a fear of getting women what a number of women have a fear of getting judged if they ask what they want that the other person may judge them for it in a negative way well (laughs) Well, it's a hard thing for me to answer because all I can answer is my own experience because I've not asked loads of men what they do and I'm not, mm. n- nor am I particularly interested. <laughs> like, mm. Do you know what I mean? So I, I have heard tell of people, you know, from, from my own partners in my life and stuff who said, well, this bloke did this or this bloke did that. Mm. And you sort of sit and go, really? Mm. That really happened? That's, is that, that was a real thing? So you can only judge... Mm. Y- your own actions, I guess, because I've not been on this sexual adventure quest that, that, that you have. But is that... Uh, uh, so, so I don't know, Is I think, would be mm. the answer to that. And I think unless you uh, similarly had that adventure from a male perspective, you, we perhaps couldn't conclusively say that, whether it's yeah. dramatically different. But you could have a feel for it, you know, you could have an idea of it. Is it this uh, sex odyssey that you've been on... <laughs> Is it? I, I presume by the fact you even mention it as a thing from the last twelve months that that's not in keeping with what your life has been thus far. Uh, yeah, correct. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I've, I mean, I've been, yeah, I was going to say something terrible there. No, no, no obviously. Oh, say, like, something, no, say something terrible. <laughs> say something terrible. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not going to say it. It's fine. Um, right, but it no, down, I'll read it out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, obviously, you like, can't, you can't, I've been you can't interested. say you're going to say something no. that not as what I was. I was just going to say that I've been interested in sex for a number of years. That's all. But I was just going to say terrible. it in a much worse way. But anyway, uh, I've been interested in sex for a number of years. But I think it's only, I think it's only like I've in the last. I'm listening because I'm thinking about what you might, what you might have been going to say. Just like a sensationalist journalist. I'm not at all. No, I couldn't be further from that. But I find it interesting. But I think it's just this thing that, like, as I'm starting to get a bit older, and I'm starting to think about like. Um, my actions and the consequences of those actions and as I've become more politically engaged yeah. now it's just it's just like 
in my head and I can't get it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So trying to work, work, work through that. And also after talking to loads of people and them having the same experience, I'm like, why also, why is everyone having like similar experiences but we're not talking about that as well? So, yeah. Do you think um, accessibility, not just from a pornographic point of view, so not just like you can just hit, you uh, you know, Pornhub or whatever, whatever mm. one's... Um, that you can just get porn that quickly. Do you think that is only a small part of of accessibility issues? So I think another issue is uh, a potential issue is swapping nudes, sort of stuff like that. Is you know uh, having access to people's bikini pictures. You know, I mean, you can go on Facebook and you can scan through someone's pictures, and you can mm-hmm. get all manner of, of of ideas about their sexuality purely from how they present themselves online. So you've made a judgment call on another human being, and a, a, we're talking specifically sexually. So a sexual judgment call on another human being that you've never even spoke to. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah, and so yeah. I, I think all those things. Again, I'm speculating, speculating, but I think they potentially feed into all that. I think yeah, they're, they're all I think so. I, I feel like, um, yeah, with the sort of advent of the internet and stuff, the already sort of hypersexualized world that we live in has become even more so because you're right. There's like, it's not just like, you know, before the internet that sex sells and sex is used for adverts yeah, yeah. and to sell films and stuff. Now it's like people use sex to sell themselves as well mm. online, like Facebook, Twitter, yep. you know, like constantly rebranding it and using mm. yeah, sexiness as something to sell themselves as well as, you know, selling other things on it. And I think, yeah, that is something that is really interesting because, yes, the internet has opened up all these avenues for really interesting progressive ideas and lots of different voices and feminism and all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, it's also being used to just propagate this idea of, like, a hyper... of sort of the normalisation of hypersexuality. Yeah, yeah. And I think that not being interrogated and maybe not being interrogated enough in schools and through and yeah through education that's a massive problem as well i i feel that maybe um there's in, in from something you've already said when we've been chatting uh, is where we, we we come up there's a slight conflict i think because uh what 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 in a, well what i would want in an ideal world what you would want or what i would hope the world would want is that people are people are what they are. So, so you, you, you're what you are, and you can be that. If you're into BDSM, you fill your boots. If you're into pissed on each other, you fill your boots. That's the thing like, we spoke about the other week. Mm. I got furious about the Donald Trump thing, about the whole thing of being supposed to be pissed on that, because I felt that all it did was make people with a more niche sexual preference feel like shit because mm. it was like oh is this still oh it's a joke oh I see oh, we make fun of that mm-hmm. well it doesn't mm-hmm. bother Donald Trump either way it might wind him up for a day but it's yeah. not so that's not and I thought from supposedly liberal people and supposedly free thinking and forward thinking people ditto I've said it already on the show with tiny hands all that sort of shit mm. it's, it's, it's saying small cock equals no worth it, you know yeah, that's yeah. what it's saying yeah. and under the guise of bullying someone that's not even reading what you're saying mm. um and and I found that astounding how many people who I would have considered myself part of politically, yeah. and I would consider myself uh, to be someone who's non-judgmental of people's sexuality and non and that includes being able to make jokes and stuff. And I do regularly assess myself and go, should I be making a gay joke in this present climate? Or when the Florida shooting happened, I was like, I shouldn't, I perhaps shouldn't be so flippant about gay jokes just now because that community isn't quite robust enough at the moment. You know, so I do mm-hmm. think those things. Um, I was shocked to see that, to see mm-hmm. uh, how 
how contradictory the whole thing was. But I think when we're encouraging people to be themselves and be what they are and be empowered in that way, and from your point of view, it's from a, a, a female perspective, what we're not taking into account there is how, what we just said, how people are judged. So how, uh, if we break it down to men and women, and we, we know that there's a much bigger rainbow than that, but if we, for the purposes of simplicity, yeah. for men and women... Um, what's being ignored there you say you lay go ladies you do what you want you you know take hold of that you you know you be what you are you be sexually what you are at no point are we looking at the lads over here going look at that slag like do you know what i mean who and that's something that i think needs that's what needs educating on is getting to say no you don't judge people mm. for if they get pissed mm-hmm. on we don't mm. do that yeah. and we don't judge people if they like being slapped about in the bedroom or if they want to wear if the males wear women clothes or vice versa yeah. we don't judge that because they're, it's all different but ways of being. The only way that that's going to change is if, if we sort of, I guess, uh, try and support this, like, call-out culture. Like, so when you do hear... And it's just in a really casual way. So you, when you do overhear people saying things like that, you call them out and you say, that's wrong. Or, or <laughs> I love this one, what's funny about that? I don't understand Yeah, yeah, that. okay, okay. I don't understand. What's funny about that? I struggle a bit with call-out culture on some levels. I do think people should be called out. I do. If they're being twats, I do think they should be called out. And I do think they should be held to account. Um, the, the the issues that I find in, say in my in the, the comedy side of what I do, the issues I find is like you want to turn and go, I was fucking, I was joking. Like, do you know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. it was a joke. I was doing a joke. The joke was that I'm too stupid to understand. The joke was that I don't that I'm in, secretly intrigued by being gay, but I'm going, oh, you are gay. You know, that's the joke, you know. Mm-hmm. But you, so you, you you feel like you're always defending yourself. Um, but I also think that in, invariably. You know, from the from the time around the block that I've spent on the planet, it just uh, aggression is never met with anything but aggression. <laughs> like it never is. What you mean if you're called out aggressively? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think, but I think it's but hard. I don't think you have to do that. Though. I think it's hard not to because passive aggression is equal. Is, no, no, <laughs> pa- passive aggression <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is, is as potent <laughs> as aggression. Like yeah, it really yeah. is. So what's funny about that is as aggressive about the fuck are you doing? It's it's equally yeah. aggressive uh, in terms of its potency. But I don't think but there's got to be a middle ground, hasn't there? Like somewhere. Education, I think. Yeah. So, so, so I think it's sort of. Uh, I, I guess that source. Uh, yeah, it, it absolutely. Would be what it has to be. So it has to be in skills yeah. or whatever. But this is the thing. Like, I literally, like in researching this subject, I've been literally like talk, talking it around the houses, and every single time I come back to this thing, like it has to start with education. Yeah, and it has yeah. to start start with like people being educated about yeah gender and sexuality, and and not just male male sexuality, which is currently sex education in schools, mm. um, uh, and also consent. Yeah, it's yeah. a massive thing. And that consent isn't just yes or no. Yeah. Again, it was an, it's another one of the things that I've only heard about, really, and I've only, because it's not been my experience, and you know, it's mm. not, you know, I've, I've not perpetrated those sorts of crimes. So I can't... I can, <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? But, but it's... Um, so, so you wonder how much is real and how much isn't real, and I, I think I'd also like to think it's not as bad as it seems, but I also... Yeah, that's that's my... Yeah. Yeah. That is my conclusion, yeah. is that it is. The, uh, yeah, I mean, so I, when I started this... Um, you don't want to think that. But it's, you know what I mean? It's true. Yeah. When I started this project, um, I started specifically interviewing rape survivors about mm-hmm. their sexuality. And then because I wanted to sort of broaden my research, I started talking to other women. So I put a general call out, not just on like rape survivor networks and stuff. And I found that 80% of those women who came forward mm. to talk to me about their sexual experiences had also been raped. Yeah. 
which was shocking. I don't... Again, hard thing to discuss because it's not my experience, so it's not... Because you can't get your head around that because you're like, I, I, I couldn't do that. Like, do you know what I mean? Mm. That's how you... But this is, this is the thing is that... Um, I think a lot of the women that I've spoken to have found that, yeah, they're the people who are raped by people, their boyfriends or their husbands or, yeah. like, a friend. And in a lot of those situations, that person that I've spoken to feels that uh, the, their abuser didn't know what they were doing at the time. Right, OK. And I think that's probably because they haven't been educated about consent or because they've watched too much porn where, you know, no, no, no means yes, which is absolute, like bollocks obviously mm. but I, I can only think that that's what it comes down to or just like lad culture and I, I, under, I see what you're saying like I have the same thing I'm like how can you do that how can you do that but mm. it's done <laughs> it's happening but I don't know I, I, I find it I, I'm trying not to give too much weight about myself but I just even as I was talking I thought I did the fucking sex show on this station. You did. You talked a lot about. So I've I've already discussed references. Yeah. No stuff that I've done in my life. Yeah. So that I, you know, I've been in uh, over the years in situations of like, you know, BDSM stuff, you Mm -hmm. know, and and then sort of situations. But even in that, and I've done discussed this with the ladies in question as well. You know, they've always trying trying to be sound braggy because I'm not bragging. I'm just trying to explain. (laughs) Is that no? But you know, but people just go. How did you know that that was? How did you know to do that? How did you know to do that? Or how did you know not to do that in in those sort of situations? Right. Yeah. yeah, Okay. I'm with you. And and I I don't. I, I really hope I'm not a superhero. But but you sort of no but you, no I, I hope it's quite clear is what I mean it's like because to me in that moment it was quite clear yeah, yeah. Mm. it was quite clear not mm. to go harder than that it but was can quite I ask clear how old were you when you were yeah practicing this kind of can we just put it in a quite a large age bracket <laughs> age bracket how old? predated Fifty Shades of Grey let's put it that way I didn't fucking I'm no, not, I'm not we, one of them people who watched that and went oh I, I might be into that <laughs> that'll make me sound interesting. Um, no, it's been it's been you know a, a, a relative constant over my life. But maybe you just you know you had a really you know you were educated and you knew what you were doing, whereas like so many. But I wasn't educated about it. Okay, but maybe you were a good person. <laughs> no, but 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 you 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 don't want to feel like that that's not just obvious. I know, I know. That's it's yeah. You can keep clicking that all you want. No, no words are coming through. <laughs> um, if you tell me to wrap up, I'm not going to. I'm talking. Um, no, go away, Jacob. Um, yeah, it, 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 sh- it, it should be obvious. It should be. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I don't know how we combat that. Yeah, like education. We, but I don't know what that education is. What do we do? Talking about consent. <laughs> Draw and them also, pictures and say, oh, you know, no, but it's talking what, what about consent. And it's saying, like, consent isn't always just yes or no. Consent is also, like... Uh, if if she looks uncomfortable, then she probably doesn't want it. If she's crying, then she probably doesn't want it. If she's too drunk to say anything, you probably shouldn't try and have sex with her. It's all those sorts of things. How, how have we got to a stage where we say, if she's crying, stop? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, isn't, isn't that mental? That is insane. Yeah, but yeah, the um, kind of stories that I hear yeah. makes me feel that there's definitely need to say the obvious. Things. Yeah, 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 yeah. How depressing. Sorry, Sorry about no, that. No, no, it's not. It's, it's you know, it's some of the needs <laughs> chatting about though, isn't it? Some of the needs looking at. That's why I make you a show about it. Yeah, well, it okay. absolutely is that, and you know, that's. <laughs> and I don't have any of the answers, but if if I can provoke more discussions around the topic, then I think it can only be a good thing. Yeah, I'd agree with you completely. So, uh, Cameron's People's Theatre, uh, your show's called uh, Oh Yes or No, 
Um, what's Propolis Theatre? Oh, Propolis Theatre spell, is that a different thing? Mm-hmm. Is this your press release? No. Right, it's a, I'm going to tell you now then. It's a fucking tip. <laughs> <laughs> this press release is a tip. I've okay. never ever highlighted a press release before. So at the moment, I'm just trying to find find your facts in within here somewhere. What? I know, in a mess. So hot, let's try and get to the bottom of it. Hotbed, a festival of sex. Yeah. Um, your show is 25th of April to the 14th of May at the Camden's People Theatre. It's not It's not every single one of those dates. That's but what the problem yeah, is with this. Yeah, but it is It is the headlining show. So, yeah, okay. if you go to Camden People's Theatre's website, then you can find out when the show's on. Do you know what that is? Do you know what it is? www.cptheatre.co.uk I'll have to take your word for it. It's not is on here. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I absolutely oh. believe yeah, you. yeah, yeah. Yeah, cptheatre.co.uk cp-theater. well, done, well done you um, <laughs> so you. If it, but if search you Louise or when they'll find the show it's a yes or no and uh, yeah that sounds really interesting it sounds really great so good luck with it thank you um, thanks for having me on and I really hope it's not let's, let's try not to be depressed about it <laughs> Whilst also being aware of it at the same time, I think it's actually not going to be a depressing show. I oh, no, no, I don't know. I wasn't yeah. suggesting that. Sorry, that's uh, that's misrepresenting you. Oh, I, I didn't mean that your show would be depressed. I mean, yeah, I'm trying to sell it. Yeah, no, of course. No, now I'm thinking about what I'm going to think about on the train home. Now, I'm just going, oh, fucking hell, what is wrong with people? People are fucking pricks, aren't they? Uh, but thank you for coming in. And thank you. Best of luck with your show. Thank uh, you. We're going to uh, listen to Weird Beard. Uh, which way around was it? Oh, uh, Mad the, cad, the, the song called Weird Beard. It's that's that's what the song's called. Yeah, yeah. It's for Gareth again. Gareth Bundy, who we've forgiven now for his birthday. Disgrace. Sure. Sorry, sorry, I'm not saying that. Sorry, I just. I was the song was Annie, but you were saying something like about. <laughs> what was it you were saying? Yet? I was sorry. saying that let's not forget that there are some people who have made their career through accidentally releasing a sex tape, and that's what they're known for. Yeah, now. yeah, but do we applaud that? No, we don't. Um, should we applaud that? Well, if it's work for them and they are millionaires, then if they're uh, just yeah, they're just doing their thing. So it's, it's just, maybe it's smart. Just being yourself. They're just having sex. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's a difficult one. Cynical, though, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, as she was leaving then, uh, she was saying that um, she's worried that people think that it's like a really serious show. That's yes. what Louise was saying. Yeah. And uh, she said that there are funny bits in it. <laughs> there are elements <laughs> she went, of I funny. She doesn't put people off. Not too intense. But yeah, that's what I, 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 I just on that subject, I get very... Uh, I, I like talking about it, but I've, I actually struggle more than usual to articulate what I'm trying to say. I think you did a good job. I think I understood. But there's never... I an, wasn't an, fishing for a compliment. Answer. No, I know, but I'm giving you one. Oh, thanks. Well, what else do you like about me? Just, to, mm-hmm. just at the moment, what the sort of things are you The muscles, I'm looking at that oh, right, photo, okay. the Twitter for you. Um, so we've got in a bit of a weird time, haven't we? Because it's 59 it's, now. It's, Jake, not, Jake, it's not 59, no, no it's on our clock. Our oh, clock right, here. it's 54 here. We're on. Um, yeah, so we're at 54, so we can't really start anything new, but because no. Jacob didn't um, finish that interview quick enough... He just clicked and clicked on my edge. Kept clicking, didn't he? But that's he got nervous. He got scared. He said. That's what he said. He said he was scared. Yeah. You should say when you talk into your ear and talk back. It's called. Yeah. Um, You're supposed to say something because if you just click, it makes you feel like there's something broken and someone's trying to talk to you. Jake, it just sound like my headphones were fucked. Yeah. Sound like. And I was in the middle of a discussion with the last. Yeah. (laughs) You feel like someone's trying to say something to you, and it must be urgent because they've clicked several times. But I can't hear what they're trying to say. I'd say type it on the screen, but the problem is then you put Namaste and all that sort of shit, and I can't be dealing with that. So maybe just hold a sign up, and and should I actually cast a glance your way? Well, there is a big, there is a rap sign that's internationally used. I'm not having to go at you. I'm honestly not having to go at you, but that's what I do think. Is if we have a guest in the studio, right? Mm. I don't think you should be eating a cup of soup either, either, with pasta, a pasta cup. No, I finished it by the time she was in. No, I know, but you were sort of eating it, and that is sort of smells and that, and the oh, guest comes in the studio. Sorry. I just think that I don't, I don't think it's it, really hungry. I understand that, Nat. I totally understand that. Um, I've got a banana here, but if if I'd been like eating my banana when she came in, I was trying to do it during the song. 
Right, okay. Sorry, I've never done that before. Normally I have my dinner before the show, but I wasn't... That's, do you know what? That's why... I, I think that's what I'm most disappointed about, is because it feels like it's something that you wouldn't normally do, and I don't know why you've done it's it today. It's under the weather a bit, isn't it? I wasn't hungry before. Really? You've not mentioned it. <laughs> um, so what are we going to do about your illness? I'm going to have to get rid of it, because I, I can't... Oh, yeah, oh, brilliant, yeah, perfect. Well, no, it's just if only the rest of the world could see things the way you see things. What are you going to do about your cancer? Just get rid of it. Well... The thing is, I can't deal with having a cold every day of my life forever now, and it feels like it's going to be here forever, and I'm right. sad. It probably it. won't. I've never had a two-week cold before. Do you feel like you maybe need some time off? Oh, I'm having some off in May. Oh, yeah, where are you, where are you doing? I'm going to Canada. You're going to Canada to see yeah, Adam? No. Why not? Because I'm going to Montreal. <laughs> um, He's not in Montreal. How's going to feel about that? I, well, it's, I'm an idiot. Okay, that's progress. <laughs> I thought I'll just pop to Canada. Didn't realise. Yeah. Thought it was quite. A, I thought it was a relatively small country. I'll just you know, go to Montreal, do a bit of Toronto, oh, Vancouver. It's fucking massive. Yeah, it's the second largest, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, when yeah, I looked massive, at that huge. on Saturday night, I was like, oh, it's probably not going to work because going from Vancouver to Montreal, I think, takes like three days. Okay, so can't do that. So I had to pick a place, and I fancied Montreal, so that's where I'm going. Just don't tell Adam. No, probably not. Yeah. Just keep it just quiet. Keep it. Yeah. Don't tell him. Uh, well, look, thanks for joining us today. We've had a nice time. Nat, the weird thing's been going on where Nat is kind of desperately, she wants to... Oh. You know the emergency caller thing that we've got? She's got this bloke on the emergency callers who lives in Canada. He does. Oh, this makes sense now. Why? Are you trying to make friends with someone there? Oh, so you've got I wanted to, to see stay? where he lived, yeah. To be honest with you, I wanted to find out some things about Canada. So this guy also called Adam from yeah, Canada. Yeah, he's in Canada. I just wanted and to you, know where. And you desperately want to speak to him for the last oh, two still shows. Time. There's still time. Not tonight, but there's the next show. For an emergency guest. I just got in touch earlier and I was like, that's very interesting. Are you in Montreal? You got a picture of him stuff. No, I'm gonna have to go and search for him. Yeah. I think you might have an ulterior motive on no, this. No, no. I think you're looking for someone to hook up with in Canada. Oh, well Canadians are hot, so obviously. Are they? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'll do that then. Uh, coming up, Sarah and Mice. Mice is back this mice, week. The mouse is back. I found that out because uh, I was chatting to Sarah earlier. But yeah, they're coming up next. Uh, we'll see you again next week. Thanks for joining us. Been a bit heavy in places, it says, but you know, mix it up, eh? See you in a bit. Say bye now. Bye. If you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes.